Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the podcast. Matt did something horrifically clumsy and is in pain right now, aren't you, Matt? (laughs) Matt's embarrassed because he's very clumsy. Yeah, he's incredibly clumsy. He managed to spear spear his own arse on a banister. How do you even do that? No, No, right, to the people listening to this and watching on YouTube... Actually, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll probably put all that bit in. So if you're listening on, on fucking SoundCloud, if you're listening on SoundCloud, fucking... Dan went to get a fucking drink, just yep. as the fucking like, song was playing at the intro, and then he came back, just as it ended, bleeding, because he fucking cut himself and fell on his fucking banister, and then had to fuck off to get a bandage, and he's in pain. It's not a lot of pain. I'm a man. We don't feel pain. I'm what a... Yeah, well, actually, we do. Quite like a lot. the incompetent booby is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not holding a bandage onto my chest so while I try to live stream. So we have this to is, call this is like, out. This is literally my professionalism. I'm here and I'm bleeding. <laughs> All right, that's what I do. I play through the pink eye. That's what I would do. Yeah, I'm I'm here and I'm proving my worth. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're worth not. Well, I mean, well, you're, you're worth. It's not quite the me, greatest so. heroic moment of his life. Like, you know, the moment in the film at the end where the guy's been shot repeatedly in the chest, he's dragging himself along the ground because he has to push the button to save the Earth, even if it means he's gonna die. He just drags himself along and he does it anyway. You've you've scratched yourself on a banister and now you're doing a podcast. <laughs> it's not. It's not yeah. quite the same level. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> not. It's it's the glamorous as I can get during you yeah, know, this is sort true. of a YouTube career. I mean. Mm. It's, could, oh, could you imagine that in the fucking YouTube life game? Uh, at one point you just start bleeding and you have to like awkwardly drag yourself <laughs> to the computer to make a fucking video. And it'll, be, it'll play out like that bit of Milky Solid 4 and you got to mash the button. When it's climbing through the microwave fields, you're like, go, go, go. Oh, you're just emotionally invested. Oh, yeah. The Great entire chat is saying, is saying blood for the blood god. Yeah. On the topic of blood for the blood god, <laughs> The Witcher 3 Blood and Wine is out and apparently it's very good. I like that that's the third segue you came up with to do with blood. <laughs> blood in it. Blood sinked into blood. That's pretty good. I mean, the blood for the blood god thing, John wanted to, to segue into, what, Total Rome? Total Rome. Total Rome. The Rome hammer. Where you get a massive Rome hammer and you smash cities with it to Romanize them. Because that's how the Roman Empire worked, you gibbon. Just some drama set in Rome. Just about some Romans. No, it's just about some dudes that walk around a lot. They just totally roam. Total Rome. It's like, Gibbon. No, no, it's someone in Rome being really extreme. Like, really, yo, what's up? I'm to- you know, I'm going to totally do this. And sort of doing extreme stunts in the street. It sounds like a button on a Roomba. That's all that is. Just Total Rome. <laughs> it just goes around everywhere in your house. <laughs> this fucking stream is a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> The reason I was going to say into Total War Warhammer is I'm told that's a Chaos God thing. Blood for the Blood God, uh, Skulls for the Skull Throne. I don't Shut think up. necessarily a Skull Throne would be that comfortable. It would probably break because skulls, once they've decayed a bit, are quite brittle and break fairly easily. And hollow. So yeah, it's not a good idea to make a throne out of and like, skulls. The top of a skull looks like the bottom of an arse. You know, so it'd be like, yeah. it'd be touch. You want something anti arse shaped. You want like a, if, a divot, not a. Yeah, a, if, a, if you kind of like, you've made a skull throne, you can sit in it without breaking it, then no, we may I, be worried about you because you might be anorexic. Well, I like the idea like, of. Consider of, seeing a doctor. You make like, you get those, um, like, sort of plastic things, like the clear plastic that you put things inside, and you make a chair out of the clear plastic, but it's just filled with, like, skulls that you can see through it. Oh, mm. 
This is just literally something I learned yesterday, by the way. I was never into Warhammer at all when I was younger because it required money to buy models and stuff. And I never had money when I was younger. So all my friends were into Warhammer and I couldn't get into it because I never had money for it. Oh. World's Tiniest Violin. Oh. Add in, add in That's some such World's a middle class thing as well. <laughs> oh, I couldn't afford Warhammer. Mega. <laughs> I couldn't buy shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in Dublin. We couldn't afford the potatoes we had. <laughs> <laughs> We a know chip that's a, a lie. <laughs> Why did you do that in like a Yorkshire accent? I don't know, Matt. The blood loss is definitely. I've gone like white on one side right now. I look oh, like I a goth, but like I, I who's non-committal. I really can't wait for like halfway through this, you just start slurring your words and you slowly <laughs> sort of get quieter and quieter. That's and just... what Yorkshire accent for, man. <laughs> can't um, tell if you're slurring words when you're talking like you're from up north. Oh god! So the Witcher Three expansion, which none of us have played, right? I, I, uh, no, it's downloading now in my background, but that's uh-huh. like as far as I've got. It's got very good <laughs> reviews. It looks uh-huh. really nice and colourful. It's yeah, it looks Witcher. weird. It looks weird. Like apparently Geralt gets like his own place and like semi-retires or something, and I'm like, oh, okay, interesting story. Then this he is takes like a... up painting, and the entire game is you just figuring so, out how to paint. Wait, what? Is it just the start of Uncharted Four when you're just in the house wandering around? It's no, it's sort of like the bit that would lead up to. It'd be like imagine like the final bit of Uncharted three and go segueing into the start of Uncharted four and then ending. Oh. as far as I can tell, apart from unless he gets killed or something, which I don't know. Might do. I hope he doesn't because he's he's. Co- I love playing as Geralt. I love playing as a dude just doing his job, not like I'm the hero who's gonna save the world. He's like, yeah, I'll kill this thing, but you owe me money. That just makes me so happy. It Mass Effect was just a guy doing his job, though. Your job was to save the world in Mass Effect. Yeah. I don't like the hero <laughs> complex, though. It's like, oh, you're a hero. And it, 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 Ger- Geralt is just, I don't care. I'm, I, I'm yeah, Geralt's like, he's like, oh my god, you killed that griffin that's been terrible in this village. Oh, how did you do it? He's like, oh, it's just my job, really. I was just there. I was in the neighborhood, and someone's going to pay me to do that in the end. Like, <laughs> yeah, you thought the griffin was scary. Pay me, or I start slaughtering everyone. Uh, like, the same true. The same true of Forty Seven. Actually, he's just doing it for the money. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's, he's very cold, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, and he's episodic, and he keeps having fucking targets that I miss because they fucking time them for some fucking stupid fucking reason. Or they, or or, or you know, someone else gets run off that car. I su- I suspect they'll box them all in the final box release. They won't say they will, then they'll decide they will actually. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping. That's I mean, the, um, it's it's a good. I, I do like Hitman. It. it I really don't like the episodic thing, but at the same time, like, really nice big level. I know you don't like it, Dan, but for me, it's good. I was actually... Um, John, have you played Witcher 3? Uh, I've never played any of The Witcher. At some point, I've kind of made a note to play, like, Witcher 1 for a bit, then Witcher 2 for a bit, then Witcher 3 for a bit. I think, but, like, I think I've never played The Witcher at all. Because, like, I, as a person who really, really... I like kind of some RPGs. I like kind of... Kind of lighter RPGs. I, I think Skyrim and sort of like the Fallout games are a bit lighter uh-huh. RPGs hmm. in a lot of ways. And I couldn't, I don't know, I just really couldn't get into Witcher. I don't know why. It's dark as fuck. I know, it's not even, the, fuck, you're talking to me. Um, Like, I don't know, I just didn't, mechanically, I, I didn't enjoy the, I don't know, I just didn't enjoy it mechanically. It's reason. okay to admit you don't like quality, Matt. I mean, it's fine. I've seen oh. your hair, so I understand that that is... Oh. Something that clearly you shut up. I'm losing blood. <laughs> is that just your excuse for any fucking thing now? Yep. Uh. Well, 
Okay. Well, is that, I mean, I mean, this actually does explain why the foster clocks were such bad quality. Then, if I'm running them, yeah. So it's all, it's all, it's all your fault. Matt really likes sound to sound just like massively blown out and pixel. Yeah, that's it. Was all my choice actually. All that, all the audio problems on the on the foster clocks were my actual artistic choice, uh, not just a product of uh, the uh, unfortunate situation. Just plug it all into an editing program, put distortion up 100%. No, put it up 100% again. And 100%. There we and then go. Just sort of get the That's fucking, crackly enough. Get the blade tool and then just sort of like randomly click around with it for a little while. This is how Matt edits. This is a true story. I've seen it in work. I've seen it in action. He has. It's a real thing. He has. I was there. He has. What else came out this week? There's something really big came out. Like, it's before so E3. Excited, but... Nothing's happening. Lots happening. Nintendo just released some shoes. They did. They did. Yes. It's true. They released some vans. And as Nintendo, who... Nintendo's had some fun stories in the news this week. It's good. Like what? Uh, my favourite being the whole business about Pokemon localization in and around China. Oh, that. Oh, that was a good. Story. Where this, the translations are weird. This, like, this, uh, yes, I, I bothered reading into this to try and figure out what the hell's going on. The problem is that previously, um, Pokemon has been localized specifically for Beijing, who have always been quite keen on maintaining. Uh, local Cantonese as a language rather than Mandarin of the entire um, Chinese area. So as a result, they used to have their own little localization just for Beijing. Nintendo have now said, screw that, that's too much effort. They have not, they haven't actually said why, but they've just decided, screw it, everyone's just going to get Mandarin, which means all the Pokemon get renamed so it actually works with like the letters and the phonemes and what yeah, have and you. A lot of areas had slightly different localizations like mm. that they'd made themselves as well. Uh, yeah, a lot of areas. so... Unfortunately, Beikachayu is now Pikachu, and that's really pissed some people off. I mean, f- from our perspective, it doesn't really seem... But it's, it's like if, in all language, Pikachu was changed to Baikachu. Oh, we don't, we don't need to kind of worry about this. Like, you know, if Nintendo just announced, actually, we can't be bothered to make an English language version, you're just going to have to make do with the French one. I think we'd be angry. I would not play with a Pikachu. That's not a Pokemon Even though I would play with. the French version of Pokemon, Weezing is called Smogogo, which is a better name. And <laughs> I wish we had. And I wish our Weezing was called Smogogo, because that's a fantastic name. <laughs> Matt, you went ridiculously high there. Here's the problem. Ever since I've had like been ill, I can only either go really high. I have no... like. Uh, range. I have, oh right, you've you've yeah, got yeah. a high, you've got a high pitched illness. Dan's losing blood. <laughs> no, is like, anyone going to make it to the end of this? I, thing? Like I'm going uh, uh, to be the fault. Am I going to be the sole bloody survivor of this? Might, yeah. This is like the podcast where we all just die. Like, although you'll probably die and we'll survive because it's a twist. Oh, it's uh, yeah, it's like the bit Mega Side where your health starts to go down a range. Just do every now and then, and just like it gradually goes down. That's all I can hear in my head right now. Do <laughs> Okay, slower, slower. I've died now. He's dead now. The other thing I actually discovered about Pokemon in the Far East, which I kind of was reading into while I was doing this, was um literally translated uh, the original Beijing Pokemon that people in Beijing are so determined to protect. It literally translated as pet little elves Aww. Pokemon. Rather than obviously our form, which is abbreviate a kind of an abbreviated form of pocket monsters, yes, theirs was pet little elves. I mean, gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all, pet little elves. I mean, obviously the literal like translation doesn't really work because like, especially in sort of a lot of the Asian languages, there are not words like they're usually just equivalents as opposed to an exact mm. relation. Meanwhile, like, Taiwan letters. gets magic babies. 
Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all, magic babies. Gotta catch them all, magic babies. I wanna be the very best. Just bow, surrounded bow. by some babies doing like magic, magic babies. Look at my thumb. Where's my thumb gone? Oh, good old magic babies. But yes, as a result of this uh, issue uh, in Beijing, where they were told, unfortunately, I was going to be Mandarin, not uh, Cantonese. Uh, literally, dozens of people marched oh, on the Japanese consulate. Oh yeah, and they were singing. Um, the original Pokemon anime theme song <laughs> in Cantonese no, as I their protest no, song. I really fucking want someone to make a mod for the new Hitman level which just replaces fucking all of the protesters <laughs> in the Swiss Embassy with just like fucking like people singing the Pokemon theme too and they just replace the Swiss Embassy flag with a fucking Japanese flag. And just... Oh god. <laughs> By the way, people in the chat, if you know how to make the bloody crowd in the embassy storm the embassy, write it on a postcard and send it to podcast. Free post 1701. That's podcast free post 1701. Because I can't bloody figure out how to do it. The hell's a letter? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen one of those in years. Oh, I'm giving away my age here, where in fact I remember the days in TV when the end of the TV show is. If you want to say something to us, send us a letter to the next show with the name of the show. Free post. Here's a number. I want to point out John is the oldest of all of us. Yes, I am. What? I know, right? I didn't know that. I thought I was the grown-up. No. John's a lot older than us. Yes. He's the the true baby face. Wow. I thought after seeing John's face that he was definitely in 14, 15 years old. (laughs) Definitely. You know what's sad? I haven't been carded while buying alcohol for like eight years. That's really depressing. That's because you only get carded while playing football. I know that rule. It's red card, yellow card. I've been there. A grey card and a yellow card. Grey, what, what are you, a dog? <laughs> I can't see reds. <laughs> These days I just kind of, I every time I buy a card, I sort of hope someone's going to ask to see my ID, but they never do. Mm. That's quite sad, really, isn't it? You hope for the day you look slightly younger. Mm-hmm. I know, when you're young, you desperately you hope you buy alcohol and you desperately hope they don't ask for your ID because you can't provide any. Then when you get older, you're desperately hoping they do ask for ID because it proves you still look at least you know, a bit John, young. You know how you could look younger? I you don't know. John. Magic baby. Not wear fucking linen shirts, you fuck. <laughs> I'm wearing a really nice one right now. Of course you fucking are. I've got a very nice linen shirt currently wrapped around my torso, trying to stop the blood from escaping. We get Why it, Dan, you're bleeding. Like we that. get it. What? We get it, Dan, you're ble- Well, that's the only good thing linen shirts are for, John. Yeah, they're really super absorbent. They are, mm. actually. But they're quite thin. They'll be very thin, so they won't absorb much blood. They'll no. absorb it. They'll get soggen really. They'll get sodden really quickly. So it's they'll get soggen. Soggen, sodden. Soggen. They'll get sodden very quickly. That sounds like a Witcher battle. That's a poke. That's Pokemon in one country somewhere. Uh, I searched soggen. That's that's the uh, that's the uh, evolution of the new seal creature. That's the an, second tier evolution. We're Dutch revealing word. that exclusively. Oh God! Oh, don't search soggen. Oh God! Oh, oh, oh what have you found? It's, it's, it's a Dutch nudist camp. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm searching for Soggen. I need to see this with my own eyes. I'm not searching for Soggen. Oh, wait, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's translated. And there was just students nude for charity. That's just one of the posts on this fucking, like, student web. Interesting. <laughs> Though, interestingly, if you image search Soggen, the first image result appears to be a velociraptor orgasming in front of a keyboard or a book or something. <laughs> and he's saying something that I don't know what it means. Um, He's saying, Ick will... Uh, Viet Mia. I don't know what that is. I want to eat some Viet Mia. 
He no. is a Sogosaurus. Apparently, and he's really into it. Apparently, Sogan translates it, it, it in, in in Dutch. It it means are busy with things other than study. So I had the whole afternoon to Sogan. Intriguing. <laughs> yeah, but you only did that when you were really a teenager. You stopped sogging quite uh, soon afterwards, I'm just saying. <laughs> such a shit word. I quite like the word sogging. Oh, we should use sogging more. Even though none of us are in school and haven't like studied for anything in years. Yep. Okay, good. Right, I finally actually found some news and stuff. I'm, I, I'm on time now. I've got news. There's loads of news. I've crossed <laughs> my eyes and I can't to... seem to uncross them, so that's bad. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. just John just sat there with his little notepad. Do we really have things? Can anyone else hear voices? <laughs> no. He's dead. John, what do you have to talk about? So, um, in, in tragic, terrible news, um, if you are a console owner then I'm going to strongly recommend that you do not use your console on June the 28th. As Capcom have confirmed that is the date they're going to be releasing Resident Evil 5 Remastered onto PS4 and Xbox One. And if you occasionally have any form of like involuntary twitch or anything, just don't use your console that day because there is a very good risk that if it's at the top of the you know, recently released games, you might accidentally twitch and buy it by mistake. And it is Resident Evil 5, so that would be a problem. So, June 28th, one of the worst games ever made, comes to consoles. Yay. I've seen uh, screen caps of the remastered version. It looks actually kind of somehow worse than the last generation version, so well oh. done there. Oh, did you see the screenshots from the Arkham, the Arkham remaster? Yes, it, they appear to have like made them slightly more colourful, but also less detailed. No, I'm not sure you... what the hell they've done. Like, I saw a screenshot of like um, Crane. Because like, it's uh, certainly more colourful than it was. It's a bit less kind of grey and, and no, murky. There was there, some direct comparisons about the lighting's a lot worse. Like actual realistic lighting's a lot worse looking. Hmm. I don't know how. Yeah, it's kind of impressive. I well, they have changed engine. It might just be a function of the way the engine handles something. Because it's gone from Unreal Three to Unreal Four, hasn't it? I Maybe that just it. means it's more unreal. Oh, he's fucking alive. I'm still alive. Don't worry. <sighs> Sorry, I was just right, passed out for a second there. I was sort of waiting for how long it would take you to actually get bored of not talking. <laughs> 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 don't, don't make me laugh, the blood sweats out faster. Oh, oh good. Ooh, <laughs> tickle. Oh, where's Rebecca? Get this. At least you're having fun, Matt. Oh, I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. Times. Yeah. Uh. At least you're having fun. Yeah. One of us has to. Yeah, In well. news that you lot might actually like, Mafia-related news has Morphia. come out the past Sorry, Mafia. Mafia. Yeah, that's Stephen Moffat hysteria. It's like people are really into Stephen Moffat's work, so that's Mafia. Fucking Mafia. What the fuck? How the fuck? Why do you pronounce yeah, it Yeah, Mafia. Like that? that's that's mafia. Yes. Do you pronounce it tomato, tomato, or tomato? <laughs> I pronounce it ketchup. Ketchup. Do you pronounce yeah, it catch-up old... or catch-up oh. or cats-up? Good old cats-up. You're wrong on so many levels. <laughs> Mafia 2. Mafia! Is... <laughs> Mafia 2. Mafia. Yay! Are you happy now? Do I, sound, do I sound fucking common enough for you now? Oh, oh you're worried about sounding Ooh. common. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. He's worried he's going to become one of us. Oh, all right. Ma Mafia 2. Mafia 2. <laughs> <laughs> is that is... fun? 
You sound like Louis Theroux trying to sound like he's from Essex. Theroux? I you mean Louis Thoreau? Yeah, Louis Thoreau. Because <laughs> his documentaries are so thorough. He's Louis Thoreau. You're both shit at pronunciating things. Pronunciationing things? Pronunciating. I said it's pronunciating. almost as if nobody here has an education. You mean, mean pronunciating? No, it, no, no, no. Can we establish I didn't go to do... I, I am the least educated, technically. I am a high school dropout in the American sense. Dan, you, you did your, your sixth formy bit and you kind of went to uni for a few weeks. And John, <laughs> for John a few com- weeks. John completed uni. I've got a, a two-one degree from Oxford. All right, all right. Rub it in, Captain Cameron. With That's your, <laughs> with your what, smart what intelligence. Part of the bloody Bullingdon Society. I like that you're you're so smart. But you're currently working with a man who's bleeding to death. So <laughs> anyway, Mafia Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, Mafia Two. That's the most Essex accent I could come up with, but apparently it still sounds Essex like David accent? Cameron. I mean, we've got, we've got a fucking Essex twat here. We've got a fucking a, a guy from fucking Intercore, and then we've got you, the fucking most middle upper middle class fuck in the world. Leicester from Leicester. Oh, Leicester as well. From Leicester. <laughs> I like that you just go deeper. You're like, bally ho, we're going to go and definitely rub up those rapscallions today. Oh, what for? I'm sorry we've interrupted your fox hunting, but please okay. stop doing an Essex Someone, someone, someone did ask an important me. question in the chat. Did you fuck a pig, John? <laughs> no, that only happens in the weird bits of Oxford. Are you sure? Yes, I'm very sure. I've met you. You seem like the kind of guy who would fuck a pig. <laughs> I wanted to say something so cruel, but I'm glad I didn't. Please do. <laughs> no, yeah, you know when you, you're around us, I think that's officially a sign that I've grown up. I've decided, no, let's not. <laughs> that doesn't make you a worse person, though. It kind of does. kind of does. Mm. All right, so Mafia 2. I'm gonna make, is everyone Mafia, happy with that? No, no, happy no, 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 no. Is everyone no, happy with no, that? John, no, John. When I make hog coffee, I'm going to put in an extra that you just get to play as you. <laughs> Yeah, luckily that would involve you <laughs> learning various computer languages and being inept and so forth. So, oh my yeah. god, I've been fucking learning C for fucking Unity. Oh my fucking god, I hate oh. fucking programming. I've been avoiding it as long as possible, and now I'm fully in the programming side. I get oh. it. It's just, I'm there going, why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? What's going on? Put in one <laughs> semicolon. Oh. oh, fuck, now everything no. works. My dad tried to get me to learn C when I was, like, fucking ten. Trying to get a ten-year-old to to want to learn—that's the most terrible thing you could do to a ten-year-old to put them off. Program. I think there's worse things you could do to a ten-year-old. The Catholic oh, yeah, the, Church yeah. also agrees. Anyway, yeah. Criminal Syndicate Two Beta. <laughs> is back on Steam after a very long absence. Ooh. Mafia Two was actually taken down off Steam because they had some problems with the fact Ooh. that apparently they put a whole bunch of songs in the game that they kind of ran out of the license to no, use no, anymore. This is the, this is the interesting point because so many people complain about San Andreas changing the music, but otherwise they would have had to take it down because they were. Yeah, well, Mafia Two. I'm not sure whether they've changed the soundtrack. Mafia. They've just renewed the license again. What the fuck? Oh, you're the worst. Criminal Syndicate 2 is, is, is either... I don't know what they've done, whether they've changed the soundtrack or otherwise put it back up. But it's back on Steam, and they've also decided to knock 80% off the price. So it's right now you can very get... good game. Now well. you can get Criminal Syndicate 2 on Steam for 3 99 Or the digital look with all the DLC for £6, which I think yeah, is Yeah, which it. is not a... But so that's a, that's a very fair deal for Criminal deal. Syndicate 2. 
That's a very good deal. I, I got it free for voting in a, a Golden Joysticks, I think, last year. Were you voting for me? It's, a very, it's worth that, yeah, totally. Were you voting? Mm. Oh. Oh. Meanwhile, in Criminal Syndicate 3 news... Sorry, I just you can't to, call so, it that. You don't even play as the criminal fucking syndicate uh, in Criminal sorry. Syndicate 3. I'm in Police Syndicate 3. <laughs> no, 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 I'm looking at the store page. Plus Vito. I'm, I'm looking at the store page of Matthew 2, and right at the bottom of the actual, like, about this game second, it just has, like the end of a list tag which they've clearly put in the wrong place <laughs> so it just it just has a list enclosed in like fucking square brackets at the bottom looking really out all right meanwhile in oh. mafia three i hate you uh, <laughs> i'm sorry they've... wait was that an impression of steve owen it sounded it was, it was uncanny danger 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 that's what you sounded like there <laughs> In Mafia Good. 3. Uh-huh. Uh, we should, oh, there's crocodiles to wrestle. Because <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the link you were going for? Because it is set in... Where is it? Swamp I place. hate both of you. Now you oh, it's, not, it's not fucking awful. Your I hope you made die of, of blood loss. Oh. Uh, working on it. <laughs> They've Ooh. announced that there's. They've announced the... Um, this is the, the bullshit collector's edition. is going to be $150. Nice. What's in and it? And for that money, you're <laughs> going to get yourself two vinyl records... Good. Two art books, yeah. a set of dog tags, yeah. some coasters, yeah. and like hopefully coasters? the game. You like coasters, John? What's that sound I'm... I can hear? Is that scraping a barrel? Oh, okay. Wait, actually, it's that. Like, for, wasn't how much was the Fallout Four Collector's Edition? Well, the Pip Boy one. Yeah. Eleven million pounds on eBay now. Well, yeah, but when it came out, I think it was cheaper than the Mafia Three one. Mm, I feel like $150 for two vinyl records and two art books effectively is pretty... That's, awful. D- that that's doesn't awful. feel great. Yeah, that's not great at all. Plus, I, like, I'm like i a huge Mafia fan, but that game just doesn't look the part right now. Like, they've got such a modern-looking UI on it, and it's bugging the absolute arse out of me. Do you think like, if they changed the title to Mafia 3, that would help? Maf- it would actually help a lot. Yeah, like, to indicate Mafia that it's gone a bit upmarket, because now you're playing as the police, not yeah. the Mafia anymore. Which I think that is might help. Strange. Fallout 4 Pit Boy Edition was £100 from game, and you can still buy it for £100 from game. They're still selling it. But that is about 150 US dollars. Yeah, but you actually get a fucking Pit Boy with it. Nah. Which, Which is, is much really better nice... than two vinyl records. Yeah, it's yes. a really nice collectible thing, you know. That's that's a good. Because collector's editions, I don't think, are all terrible, you know. Sometimes you know, something like that is a really good thing to get in a collector's edition. Mm. But who gives a shit about art books? Like and while we're talking about terrible collector's editions, one other one was announced this week. Um, Ghost Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands, which is coming out right at the end of this year, has announced what's going to be in its big collector's edition, though I don't, I couldn't find a price for it yet, which is you can get yourself a big decorated skull. Ooh, I found that. Huh. Just a skull that's been painted. I'm right with that. That's it. I, I, I can't figure out quite why. Uh, the game's set in Bolivia, <coughs> so I'm guessing it's a cultural thing of some description. But the collection just comes with a skull, because I guess that's an excuse to charge more money. I like skulls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm quite fond of my own one, yes. It also comes with like some crappy headphones with little skull symbols oh, on the yeah. side. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at that. Yeah. You know, looking at the skull... It and a map like... of Bolivia. You get a map of Bolivia. <laughs> Bolivia. I really hope the game's set in Bolivia, although that's really random. Bolivian postcards, a carrying pouch. I mean... The, the, a carrying they... pouch? To yeah, carry says... what? Your skull? I don't know. So you Bolivian can take your skull with you wherever you go. What's annoying as well is, like, looking at that skull, it's clearly, like, really cheap fucking plastic. Yeah, it's, pla- it's cheap and plasticky. But they're still going to charge you $200 for that, that set, clearly. The headphones actually look... Okay, but they'll probably be really cheap feeling as well. 
Also, is it just me, or um, is the version you're looking at, um, the screen cap, the one where it's got the front cover of the box art as well on it? I'm looking at the uh, one that says exclusively on Uplay Shop. Which it like... kind, does it feel to you a little bit like Ghost Recon Wildlands has kind of been crossbreeding a bit with Far Cry? And that front, that yeah. cover art looks a little bit Far Cry-ish? Very much so. Oh, like, it, it looks like over Ooh. at Ubisoft, the, the games are, so, are slowly merging into one homogenous oh, block. Wait, oh, do we have a, can we find the map for it and see if it's the same as fucking uh, Far Cry 4? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How many more times can we use this map before they keep realising it? Perfect. <laughs> when you're playing Watch Dogs 2 and it's set in Far Cry Primal, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Why do I have a phone here? Legitimately, Ghost Recon Wildlands, it, it, it's, just, it's just this big, colourful... Wasteland the area like in fucking Far It Cry really 4. does look Far Cry-ish. It does kind of feel like, yeah, Ubisoft's games are all sort of merging Sorry, together into a Ubisoft. big blob. Ubisoft. Hmm? Ubisoft. Yeah. Say Ubisoft. Ubisoft. No, say it how you said it. Ubisoft. You Ubisoft. dick. Because it's, blatantly, because it's blatantly from the Latin Ubisoft. Oh, if you, fuck off, classic. Look, okay, <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I wrote the letters UBI... Jean-Luc Picard! If, if, I put, if I wrote the letters UBI on a piece of paper and put it in front of you and asked you to pronounce that word, you would not pronounce it UB. I that's, they would. There is no would, way totally in hell would. you can pronounce UBI as UB. That's not how the letters UBI next to each other would be pronounced. That's how I pronounce it. It doesn't work. What, 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 how would that not work? Because... The letter U is not pronounced U. It's not a U umbrella. <laughs> uh, actually, mate. You spanner. I so what are you like? Find like, like... It is in fact a euphonium. Uh, that's how we pronounce that one there. Uh, euphonium. Mm-hmm. Yes, that that begins with <laughs> U. Uh, I didn't ask you to question me. I just. What other words me. begin with fucking UB? Uh, Ubisoft. Ubuntu. Uh, Ubuntu. Fuck. <laughs> the fact that two companies are mispronouncing things does not mean anything. <laughs> Uber. And while we're here, it's GIF, not GIF, alright? Uber, Ubuntu, Ubisoft. Yeah, as companies mispronouncing, they put the letter U that's pronounced as U. That doesn't mean actual words. Yeah. Do. What other words? It's spelled E-A, but it's pronounced Tail Satan. That's actually the... The company correct pronunciation. No, John, you can't say everyone's pronouncing it wrong but you. Yeah, you can. So I can't say that put... the letter U isn't pronounced U. It is when it's got the B letter after U it. is pronounced R. For Christ's sake, man, most people master this at the age of four. No, when it's got B after it. Hey, and then you're, it's John's a four-year-old, so he knows exactly what he's talking about as well. <laughs> We have no UB idea how old is at this point. Ub, not UB. UB is pronounced Ub, not UB. How uh, are we even having this conversation? What about, what it's about, like you're uh, arguing that gravity goes up. Froob. What about Uber? Yeah, or Uber, Froob. Super Uber. Uber so Froob has an accent. That doesn't count. What the fucking... Oh, fuck off, John. <laughs> I like this gaming news discussion we're going to have every week. <laughs> just... Just slamming on this fucking jobs. This is going to tell us that bit in love, actually, where they're all pronouncing stuff. Like, the Americans pronounce stuff, and then the British guy pronounces stuff. It's like, oh, table, table. Oh, that one's the same. It's, we're, that's what we're going to get to. We're just going to... It's basically this show is going to become... Let's ask a posh person to say words for us. Say pleb, John. How do you pronounce pleb? Pleb, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and I oh. think that's done that. <laughs> Hey, do you want to hear some fucking annoying noise? Annoying news? 
Oh my god. Yes, I'd love to hear a really nice noise. Isn't my nice? No, no, Dan, you can just talk. You don't have to make that. You don't have to do that. You can just talk. That's for the bat people in the audience. Here's some annoying news. WWE 2K17 has been announced. That's annoying for two reasons. One is it's been announced for old generation consoles as well as the new ones. So we're not going to actually get that fucking leap that I desperately want from that series, even though the last one's great. And two, it's really fucking annoying. It's about to fucking start another fucking series. That fucking series is going to fucking be 2K fucking 16. So it's going to be fucking out of date. Fucking six episodes in the fucking oh, thing. The, the horror is you can't play as Goldberg. Boo hoo. <laughs> yeah, but I'll be able to play as about 16 wrestlers that have fucked off in the last week. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's some news. I did some news. Hey, if, speaking of things that are really, really shit, awful, and annoying, do you want to talk about Top Gear? Can, can we not? It may be because. <laughs> no. Actually, no. before we do that, I'd just like to pronounce a few words for you. Um, according to Matt's rules of how the letter U should be oh, pronounced. God. Oh, God. Cows have yulders. Um, no, no, no. I said it's, <laughs> if it's got a B after the U, it's pronounced Ubi. It's an U. And I've obviously got a Yulsa in my mouth right now. Stop it. It's a B. I've got, and uh, don't forget my Yulterior motives. I'm pronouncing Ubi. My terrible not, Yulterior not motives. You. You're being pedantic. Better go to the hospital for a Yultra You're being pedantic. There, I hate you. Stick it up, you Yulterus, John. Oh my god. Wait, I'm going to appeal this to the umpire. Okay. <clears throat> okay, can we can we okay, uh, Top Gear we can, we can all establish is it was was poor Dyer. and boring and there's no chemistry and it felt really forced. Uh, what I'm more interested in is Chris Evans's really fucking annoying face. Oh, you mean his Twitter well, rant, don't it, you? Yeah, no, his fucking meltdown and his is um yeah. well, I am unashamed to say that it was terrible. Mm. <laughs> John, yes. John, oh, if you want God. this to be weekly, Matt has to be alive by the end of this one. So what? Like he's hoping you'll just die of blood loss. He's hoping that you'll kill me from fucking frustration. Yeah, fine. I'll hold off for the moment. Then I'll just catch him unawares later. <laughs> Look, Chris Evans is really oblivious. He's just fucking like self-obsessed. Oh, I felt he... sorry for him after the Twitter incidents. Well, no, because he, he just desperately wants it to be good. No, but the problem is, though, like... I like okay, that he okay. was going, oh, the audience, like, we got more percentage of the audience watching. Fact! I'm like, yeah, because the last one was up against Call the Midwife, which gets no. 11 million okay. people uh, okay. watching it. Oh, 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 imagine this, right? Um, Imagine... Uh, imagine Dan died now, he dies now, and I took over his channel. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I took over his channel, and it's Nurky Plays, and it's all... It's Nurky Plays, it's the most requested game ever. It's fucking Nurky Plays, fucking... Something shit. Happy wheels. Uh, pe- pe- yeah, fucking people request. And it's all. It's, it looks brand, branded the same and all that. Mm-hmm. And people. Nerd Cube points out how two songs have a sort of similar riff. It's true. Sure. Mm. It's true. Thank you for referencing. Like, it's called progression, not the riff. It was the. Di- Shut up, John. I don't know how music works. Of course, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That's a total you known to me. If it was written before 1654, John, John doesn't know a thing about it. <laughs> I do actually regularly say there is a gap in the, my history between um, the 5th century AD when the Western Roman Empire fell and 1995 when the Spice Girls formed. <laughs> between those two points, I don't know what happened in history. <laughs> it's just a blank spot. Pretty much, yeah. No, right, okay. But, right, like, if I took over the channel, right, and, and, you know, I did that. Are people that join going, oh, no, keep place, Happy Wheels. Or, you know, it was announced and they'd be like, oh, they're curious, and they join. But the thing is, if that legitimately happened, right, if that legitimately happened, 
Like, because I've, I've done like, solo streams on this Twitch thing. And when that happens, you have to acknowledge the fact it's different to what people expect and also acknowledge the fact that a lot of people aren't going to like it because of that and embrace the fact it's different and be like, okay, I'm going to try and do the best I can do. Chris Evans seems to be completely fucking oblivious to the fact that that's what's happening and he's just saying, oh, it's no, no, you're all wrong, rather than acknowledging the fact that the entire show format's changed and a lot of people don't like it and a lot of people are just curious and that he should make the best of the situation as opposed to being a dickhead. Well, that's the problem with it. The, the show format hasn't changed. You can see the same directors and writers and everything are still in the background. They're even writing the script as if oh, it yeah. was for the original thing. Like, I sometimes heard when, like... um. Matt, I could call him Joey, uh, <laughs> where Matt and Chris talked with you. You kind of say, that line was totally written for Hammond to be speaking to May. There is mm. I can likely... hear Hammond and May saying those lines to each other, and it would have been much better had they done so. Yeah, it's most likely actual scripts that were written for them that have just been sorted out to go for the two of the others. Mm. It, they probably had the scripts like pre-done, and they were like, all right, we have to rewrite these because the BBC likes to reuse stuff. Mm. Okay, I, I want to talk through these tweets. Oh, God. Mm. The new Top Gear is a hit, officially. I mean, that line immediately is the most knobbish line in the world. <laughs> I mean, fucking hell. He might as well I, hashtag this one, not all Top Gear presenters, to be perfectly no, honest. Like, like, if I know, that... I, I, you see, the thing is, if he could at least acknowledge that things have changed and that he's, you know, sorry that things have changed, he's trying to make the best of it, and, you know, he's trying to make it as entertaining as he can, fine. But he's just being a dick about it. Speaking of not all Top Gear presenters, by the way... They made a big deal about how they'd hired like seven of them. Where were the other five? Oh, well, uh, Sabine was actually in the episode, gear. but she's the woman, so they won't give her an introduction. There were two on extra gear, and the other ones, will t they'll just be sort of in some of the videos. It's just okay, that's five, but where's where's the other two? Because there were seven, weren't they? They're just going to turn up. Well, one of them's the Stig. Yeah, the seven, including the Stig. So it was. Uh, one of the, they're just going to turn up in sort of the background of stuff where it's just going to be Chris Evans and Matt LeBlanc. He's, that's it. It's just a two yeah, they're doing. It was Chris, Matt, Sabine, uh, the YouTuber guy, the F1 owner guy. Oh, yeah, I forgot uh, they were getting a YouTuber involved. The Stig, and who was the other one? Sabine. No, I've said Sabine. Sabine. No, I've said, fuck you. Which they desperately need to get, basically, they need to get the YouTuber to do the commentary for the star in the no longer reasonably priced car, because Chris um, Evans cannot commentate. Some other guy I don't recognise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Is it the boring looking guy? The one who looks like the most boring man on earth? But so younger. all of them, you mean? <laughs> the guy who's on extra gear who's not the black one I barely fucking watched the main show Eddie didn't Jordan watched extra gear. yes Eddie Jordan's supposed to be involved but didn't show up because he, he he recognises a car crash when it's coming I think he's just in one of the films no, they'll be in the films the thing, that come up no, car crash people keep comparing it to a car crash or a train crash it wasn't it was just this slow fart <laughs> it, was, it was like watching your nan reverse a car into a house yeah, it wasn't just they're going oh Fuck. There was nothing particular. The thing is, there wasn't anything particularly bad. Okay, can about I point it. out there was so much particularly bad? And some people going, "Oh, it wasn't anything particularly bad." I was like, "Oh my god, there was so much no, bad." No, there was a lot there of bad. I mean, I mean, so much bad. I mean, there wasn't anything glaringly fucking awful. Yes, there I mean. was. Yeah, of Chris what? Evans cannot commentate. No, he can't. Chris Evans can't commentate. The only thing that Chris Evans would be good at was the interviews because he's a talker. That's his thing. He can actually talk to people. And that, I think the interview was all right, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, his interview no, was, was okay. No, it was awful because there wasn't an interview. They had two completely random fucking celebrities go on together 
Like, Gordon Ramsay and fucking Lex Luthor aren't a combination that anyone's no. ever seen before. Like, why were they two of them? And then they just stared dead at the camera while they plugged each other's shit. And then Chris did this, like, played a bit of a game with them. We heard nothing about their thing apart from Gordon Ramsay's really fucking rich. I do want to point out, I did skip. I, like, when I got halfway through the show, I ended up just skimming through the rest of it because I was so bored. I did skim through the last sort of Matt LeBlanc thing when he's in the desert. I was like, ah, I don't care what's going on anymore. That was all, he was okay in the desert a bit. I think I think a lot of people said that was the strongest section, but it's still. I mean, it's like the worst shit. It's the well, best shit. What, what was the other section? There was the bit where they went to Blackpool, where they got in cars, drove in a straight line to Blackpool, and then they were at Blackpool. Yeah, and his and car broke the... down, so he went on a thing. Literally, and they were all like, "Oh, I'm so exhausted. I'm so beaten. I'm so like nothing happened. Literally, no, nothing. nothing happened. Like." They 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 wait they broke down once or twice but like if it was Clarkson and Mayne Hammond doing it they would have stopped at interesting places they would have had silly buggers with each other they would have stopped on the way for challenges and they would have been invested in their cars well yeah they, they, are... I couldn't I can't what fucking cars do they have oh it was Reliant Robins giving them. Reliant they Robins giving them. didn't fall over That'd yeah and they, were, they were already painted and I was painted like and they had, the what? roof cut off for some reason and they were just there yeah and it they was just, this they weird they then like... drove to Blackpool and it was like this segment where literally they had the bit that was interesting where they designed their own cars was already done. Then they drove there. When he broke down, he stopped for him. What the fuck? He just stopped and was like, you're right. Yeah, I'll wait for you. Have a cup of tea and a hug and a hand job later. That, it just, it just felt wrong. They were trying to, they, they were writing the friends going on a trip script, which is what Top Gear is great for. Because it's basically just a few blokes go out and drive some cars. That's, it's literally, it's just like a bloke's day out. And that's fine because you don't really get a bloke stay out in anything else. It's a bloke stay out, and it's it's all like those old uh, boys' adventure books when they go on their big sort of epic challenges and stuff. That's what Top Gear is, and that's what it was best for. It wasn't a car show anymore. And my worry was when it started with Chris Evans and Matt LeBlanc, who are big car nuts, that it was actually going to become a car show because that makes sense. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to enjoy it because it's going to become a car show. But they did but become least... a car show. They stayed the exact same thing. It doesn't work. Oh, no, they, they cut say... out the closest thing there is to a car show. They cut out the news. They did, yeah. They cut out the news. They cut Which out I guess, the Which I guess because the news used to be like a discussion section. And I think the producers figured out, oh my God, Matt and Chris have zero chemistry. So we can't <laughs> just make them bounce off each other. So we have to cut that segment because they can't make it work. Yeah. Mm. They I, I cannot picture Matt LeBlanc and Chris Evans having a beer after filming. No. no. And because of that, it just, there's no chemistry. But it, because it was written, it seemed like it was bits that were left behind for uh, yeah. the other three. It felt like they were trying to force it really hard. Well, that's the, problem. The, fi the final section was alright, where they went up the mountain. That bit was actually okay, but I kept watching thinking, if only there were the real host here, this would have been really damn oh good. Oh my god, this see, was, that, that was, was a really good bit. That was a beautiful moment, because they got that really strong guy, and yeah. I turned to Rebecca and went, I bet in five minutes he is throwing something heavy over his head. And I put money on that, and I was right, because it just it felt really predictable. I mean, previous Top Gear felt really predictable, but you were having a good time. This was really predictable, and two isn't enough for the default presenters. It doesn't no. work. No, it works really. See, this is my argument is that American Top Gear worked out that you have to build the show around the cast you've got. Like, American Top Gear, when you watch the first uh, pilot episode for this first season, and they were trying to be Top Gear, and it didn't really work, but there was actually something between the guys that they've got. So if you don't know, mm. American Top Gear has uh, an actual race driver, who looks like the guy from Maury Sunny, now I think about it. Um, they've got this big, beardy, redneck guy who actually knows how cars work and stuff. And then they've got a guy who is a wrecker. He just destroys cars. His thing is that he basically just writes off all the cars, and his cars always get destroyed. 
And that I'm there going, that's an entirely different team. You're not trying to be Hammond May Clarkson. You're trying to be something else. Mm. And it worked. It actually worked as a thing. And now they're in later seasons. They've basically stripped away all the Top Gear stuff, all the stuff they already had, all the fancy twaddery. And now is entirely every episode. They get three cars and they do silly challenges. And there's hardly any studio bits. There's no interviews. It's just three cars, silly challenges. And it's so good. In my opinion, it is actually like up there with the top quality Top Gear. Top Gear USA is there. I know it's blasphemous to say it, but it is up there. You should totally watch the latest series because they actually gathered something. This is the thing, right? A lot of people are arguing, you know, oh, you know, it's the first episode, they'll get chemistry. But this is the thing, though. It's not... They clearly have no chemistry together. Yeah, you can see potential. Like like I was saying, Top Gear America Series 1, you watch it go, there's something here, but they need to rework all this. With this one, I was like, there's nothing here, they need to abandon this. Because they, they, they clearly hired people and didn't get them to... They like, hired they, the biggest names that they could get. Well, they, no, they hired the biggest names they could get, but, like, well, in a show like that, you need to... When you're, like, casting for this... Um, I don't know if they do... I, they, they, I imagine they do weird auditions for it, but, you know, like... I don't even know if they did auditions. They probably fucking didn't. I but doubt they did. It, they have to get the two fucking people in the room and see if they'd be friendly. And it's... It, this is a weird thing, though, because if, if you watch Mythbusters ever... Yeah. Now... Um, Adam Savage and Jamie have a decent on-screen presence with each yeah. other, don't they? They have but good they, work chemistry. But this is the problem. In real life, they're not friends yeah, at they all. Are, you could tell. It's, it's, it kind of reminds me like early Penn and Teller, where mm. you could see that they were they had work chemistry, but they didn't really have the friendship thing, but it worked because they had work chemistry. This is it. Like, you um, can have, like, it's, it's, sort of, it's the same way that you can really get on with people in your office, but you don't want to be friends with them. Oh. It's, it's that sort of thing. And if you can come across as, hey, we have a good time in the office, and then we go home and go home to our own life, that's fine. If you have, hey, we're friends in the office, and then we're going to get beers afterwards, that's fine. If you have just the beers afterwards, that's fine. But it's, uh, LeBlanc Do your and boss might Evans, ask what you've been doing all day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> LeBlanc and Evans have nothing. They just have nothing. They just don't have any well, of that. They well, don't it, myth, the myth bosses work relationship work because all they're doing in the show is make, they are working. They're making things and they have to communicate yeah. and work together. And that, that's it. They're, they're a professional curiosity and having fun at the same time. They can both have fun doing it, but it's not about their relationship. It's not about the chemistry. And Tokira is. And I fucking, like, that entire Rel- Reliant Robinson, I can just, that really rubbed me the wrong way, that whole bit. Yeah. Mainly. And I just, ugh. Like, because... In, proper, in original Top Gear, the whole idea was whenever they did these challenges, they chose the cars themselves and they were immediately already, the second they turned up, invested in the cars they had. Yeah, you knew the price, you knew where they got it from, you knew uh, why they picked it, because the cars will pull up in division and they go, this is the blah, 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 I got it for £400 off of eBay. It's got some broken things, but look, I picked it for these reasons. We'll probably be doing these things. Okay, here we go. And they they kind of walked out of the studio like, oh, the cars are here, getting their cars and fuck off. Yeah, with their um, love tap. <laughs> but that's it. They didn't do anything in what? Like, what's the point? They drove. They literally just drove down the motorway. They drove down the motorway. His car and broke, down, broke down. Literally three minutes into the film. Three minutes into the fucking film. Yeah, like if Clarkson still... had broke down, they would have been laughing and they would have been stupid things. They would have Clarkson go, "Oh, bother it." While trying to fix it, and you know. <laughs> And the whole thing that if they had, uh, if he had got put onto the back of the thing, you'd have both of them like either side of the truck pointing and laughing. And you would have felt that camaraderie and you would have felt that. And in this, it was just sort of like, and then they went to Blackpool and then they got. The secret to writing a good story, and this is from Matt and Trey, the guys who write South Park, is between each beat of the story, put 
therefore, or because. You don't want to have and then, and then, and then. And this was very much and then, and then, and then. It wasn't because, and then. Oh, it was just, it just felt, it just lacked everything. It mm. felt like, you know when you photocopy something and it comes out slightly crappier version? It felt like a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy. It was the Devil May Cry 2 to Devil May Cry. It's like, all the bits are here. Why isn't it working? The bit that got me as well was the first film in the desert. Where... Really? Because the bit that got me was that awful plant that shouted out, Although the catering! No, we don't talk about catering on this! <laughs> I'm crazy! Oh! Oh, did you know the fucking, uh, apparently, you know, the stig we got custody line, apparently they had to that, retake that because yeah. they didn't get enough laughs the fucking first time. Yeah, that's why oh, it ended up being forced into the thing. And that catering line died, that was uh, about seven takes, apparently, to try and get some sort of laugh out of there. Awful. That was really bloody weird. When it's the beginning of the show, we're just trying to figure out, do we like the show or not? And then, like, what was it, like, 20 seconds into the show, here's the staff of my local Indian on a car. Yeah. Why? That was... I was just like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. It, it wasn't even that. It was... It wasn't themed around, like, takeaway. It was meant nothing. It was also the opening line. It Literally from the opening line of, oh, look, here's our new and improved audience. It was like, oh, shit. This, I don't like that new set as well, because it doesn't really... Like, especially when they're interviewing people, it's completely flat and an open area now. Previously, it was sort of built around because they had the little TVs and stuff that they looked at, and there was the TV behind them, so it felt sort of built in. So as much as there was an audience there, the audience was dark and then sort of kept out of it, so it felt more like a bit of a discussion. It seemed to actually fit the interview style more. Now, it's this big open area with the three of them, or, yeah, three of them, because there's it's two guests show. sitting there, and it feels like a chat show sort of thing where they're very much on stage, so people looked a lot less comfortable with it. Mm. And here is the most ultimate telling part when their times were being read out, neither one of them sat forwards. <laughs> it was a very big deal in Top Gear that everybody would always go, yeah, they'd always sit forward because they were invested. They're friends with Clarkson because he's had a nice chat with them and they'd sit forward because they go, okay, let's see how well I did. Neither of them sat forwards. It felt care. super uncomfortable because of that. I mean, they got two people who Jesse Eisenberg is infamously not very interested in the press junket. Yeah. And Gordon Ramsay is Gordon Ramsay. You got two people who aren't really into well, have... that. They have nothing that's there for them. I mean, as a, as an opening, like to be perfectly honest, I looked at Gordon Ramsay and Jesse Eisenberg. And went that actually would have been a better Top Gear team, and they have zero hmm. chemistry between them. <laughs> that that would have been. Jesse Eisenberg clearly does not give a shit about cars. He doesn't give a shit about yeah. anything. He didn't seem to get. Yeah, he didn't seem to give it like Ramsay. He really doesn't like Superman. I've Ramsey. seen that film. He hates Superman. <laughs> if it was just, I don't know why. It's never scene. explained why, but he really hates Superman. <laughs> Jesus. Just Ramsey in that scene would have done a lot more. It would have done a lot better. Oh yeah, I'd be way more excited for Top Gear with Gordon Ramsay presenting. Yeah, that'd well, be great. Like, so, so, you need someone with a bit of like. There's there's different types of energy you can bring into TV, and Gordon Ramsay has that excitable energy. Matt LeBlanc in Friends as Joey has that excitable energy, but the actual Matt LeBlanc doesn't, which is why in all the he's roles where he's guy. amazing. Uh, which is episodes. If you've never seen the TV show oh, episodes, he is incredible. He is incredible in episodes. He plays himself, but like a slightly more egotistical fuckwit version of himself, and he's wonderful. And that dry, dark humour is so much better at. But someone who's act you need that excitable energy, whereas Chris Evans has energy, but it's like that annoying kid at school energy. Where he's sort of like, look at me, I'm the best person. Like that annoying kid at school. Like a little just- yappy dog. Yeah, he just needs a couple of 
punches to the face to settle him down and settle him in. Like, I really want Top Gear to flop for the next few episodes so he sort of, like, calms down a bit. Like, well, I, he well, has to have a failure before he can get good, I well, think. Well, no, this is the problem, though. He's so seemingly... Like, like, as you said, the first one of the first lines was, our new and improved audience, and that sets the tone. That sets the fucking tone that, no, this isn't a different Top Gear. This is better, and he thinks it's better. And he yeah. is acting like it's Fact. better. And he, but that's, that's it. He's not acknowledging that clearly there is... Of course, it's a big fucking deal. You're taking over one of the most successful fucking programs on the BBC. The most successful program on the BBC. The Possibly one of the most successful TV programs in the world as it's yeah. broadcast to 83 Which fucking countries within 48 hours. Basically, been defined by its hosts. Those three fucking. But it was entirely defined by its hosts because yeah. it was a. It was a, It started with a local. It was a local sort of like car show, was it? Do you know if the history of Top Gear? Let's go through the history of Top Gear. It started as a local sort of car show. It was only on, like, after the news in one area in the UK. Then Noel Edmonds took it over as a sort of everywhere thing, but it was about sort of car reviews and stuff. And then it sort of, it, it Clarkson took it over for a while, and it then became a little bit like the Top Gear that we have now, but he left. He left, and then when he left, somebody else took it over. It completely flopped. Uh, they sold the rights to Channel 5, where it became Fifth Gear. Uh, then it came back with Clarkson, uh, Hammond, and somebody else who I can't remember... Uh, for when was that? It was two thousand and two or something. And from there on, then he built it into the juggernaut. It was Clarkson, Hammonds, and May Baby because uh, May came in like a series or two later. And so Clark, because Clarkson left it before and it flopped. Then I mean, it flopped so hard they had to sell it to Channel Five. It is Clarkson's show because he has that energy for cars. In fact, all three of them have that excitable energy for cars. Well, this is it though. It's not. It's like YouTube. YouTube, you you don't go for the game really. You're going for the presenter. And this is what Top Gear is. M m people don't watch Top Gear. For the cons, the cons are a stage. They're a, yeah. a tool. They're a comedy tool. Yeah, and this is the problem. It's an adventure. It's basically the thing that we use to uh, get the adventure done. Like, because that's why I was worried that it was going to become a show about actual cars. Like, I was like, well, if it does, then that's fine because that's what it started out as, and that would actually be a change because that change is necessary. And if it's a show actually about cars, then Matt LeBlanc and Chris Evans are perfect for it because they oh. need to be quite dry and stale about it, and they need to just basically go through the cars and here's some reviews of the cars. But they've kept. It's the wrong show for them. Because it, it's, it feels like an odd middle ground. That's I think that's my issue with it, is that because it, it's gone from adventure show and it should have gone to a car show, but it feels trapped. It's got the presenters of just a car show with the the build of an adventure show, and it doesn't the, really fit. The, yet. They're trying to they're trying to attract the old audience, but it just turned them off. Yeah, it's it's never gonna have the old audience. But the what next did, episode is gonna not be watched by anyone. What did you two think of the really forced first section in the in the desert, especially with the bit with Sabine? It's like, oh, you made the Air Force pilot throw up. What the? That's oh, that whole funny. like, like, yeah. I mean, it felt. I mean, they've done that before with the laser gun car shooty thing. They've had a, a what was it, a helicopter or a plane that was trying to shoot missiles at a car. We've had Clarkson driving around a nice tense bit where he was getting shot by uh, people in buildings and was trying to dodge them all. We've had we've, that is a bit that just feels like it's been done to death. And then I didn't really get like Sabine is being outraced by Chris Evans on a flat airstrip. Again, it, felt... it just it didn't define the rules very well. Like as no, much as Top Gear, they were very good at going. These are the rules of the thing we're about to do. They they weren't it, afraid to put Jeremy Clarkson standing in front of a car, claps his hands together, and goes, "Now we're gonna do this thing here. So there's this thing over here, and this this thing over here. Right, let's get to it." Da -dum. You know that is what they used to do. And now it's sort of like they just everything was off. Basically, it felt like a poor imitation. Everything was just a bit off. I think that entire section felt like they were doing the Top Gear comparison thing. They were trying to do it, and they went, oh, "Wait, no, this is Top Gear. We have to do something silly." Yeah, they, it didn't feel natural. Yeah. Mm. I liked more Sabine. I think she was good. I think she she could work. 
Sabine is very, very, very nice. She's very, very, very fun. And she should become, basically, the Stig. I, d I was very, very excited when they were like, and Sabine, I was like, oh, great, because we're not going to have the Stig anymore. And she's a perfect swap. Like, Sabine taking all the cars around the track would be great. But, I don't know. She, sort of, she feels the Stig role. That's, yeah. that's kind of her thing. Oh, the new rally cross section for the car drivers. I'm like, that's not the point of this section. The star in a reasonably priced car's point was everybody drives a car that how, whatever level of stardom they're at, they can actually drive. drive. Like having a jump and a rally section and having to do a handbrake turn. I'm like, no, no, no. You literally have people go on Top Gear who had never driven before in their lives. And that was their first driving thing. Like that was... Like was genuinely a thing that happened, and now it's got this like whole rallycross thing to it. It's like, well, no, you've seriously missed the point. Well, some people in the chat making the, making the point like just like Sabine is stick to point. I mean, I don't get it because you know the way they did that. Oh, we've got the custody. Seriously, it would be much better if Sabine filled the stick role and you have that nice consistency. It's new. Yeah. Fucking, you know, you know what? Just give the fucking stick to fucking Clark and Mayhem. They'd work yep. better with it and refresh your fucking Top Gear brand. Yep. I mean, just put Sabine in the Stig's clothing without the helmet and call her Stigine and get on with it. I mean, it's... Stig... Stigine. <laughs> Done. <coughs> you know, it's, it's very... I mean, have that as the reveal of the first episode. Have the Stig drive around and then lift the thing up and it's Sabine. It's like, has it been Sabine all along? You know, you want to have... Good. Yeah, you want to have that... Uh, anyway, it just, it just, I just felt like uh, it, it's the wrong cast for the wrong show, and the show works best with three people because it is an adventure show, and you need. It's why I think Doctor Who works best with three people when there's like, two companions, like the companion and the companion's friend. So when we've got Captain Jack traveling with everyone as well, the it just dialogue bounces nicely. And it's a very dialogue heavy show. It's the wrong people for the wrong show. They've really fucked it in so many ways. And I don't think it's recoverable unless they either commit to being a car show and keep Chris and Matt on or uh, scrap Chris and Matt and then put some fucking manic presenters in there. Put Dick and Dom plus, I don't know, someone else. Oh that, God, that'll be Dick fantastic if you try and do that adventure thing. Dick and Dom. And, no, Dick and Dom and the fucking Chuckle Brothers. Just presenting Dick a and Dom together. and the Chuckle Brothers. Yeah, perfect. Having a, having a, you know, reeling their cars back. Well, to me, to you, to me, for you. We, yeah, shit. and they're just like a thing of they're trying to chase, like that bit where they're trying to shoot each other with the cars. It's like, and we didn't know where they are. Just over the other side of the airfield, we hear bogeys. It's over there. It's like, why'd you keep playing? You know, well, and then they can have fights actually, and stuff. That, that, that's, that's one interesting last point. I mean, remember you said about the Sabine and... That, that, yeah. you know, Chris Evans. There was no um the, the consistency in sort of top gear, but they all had these their individual traits. It was May was Captain Slow, Hammond was the small one, and yeah. Clarkson was the big, the fast, overly confident one. Yeah, and that, that reflected in their driving styles generally as well. Yeah, and it wasn't established what their driving styles were or anything. I mean, absolutely Matt was. was the American. Matt was the American yeah, was the, one, yeah, was which saying, means Matt he doesn't understand what British things are. Yeah. And yeah, Matt was the American, and Chris Evans was the UK guy, and they both, um, I, I, every episode is UK versus USA, I'm going to be so annoyed, but they both <laughs> like to drive fast cars. And that was it. It's, I'm finding this very annoying, because like this was a really, as much as this was going to be a difficult transition, this it was something that, was, that could have been so much better, so much easier. I mean, it wouldn't have been as good as the original, but obviously it could have worked. You know what? Yeah. I've been thinking of ways to make it as good as the original. You just need to bring in a trilogy of people, like a famous comedy trio, 
or three people that very obviously will work very well together. That's literally if you were trying introducing to Top it, Gear Podcast Edition. <laughs> well, you never know. But I mean, like, if you just try to, I don't know. I mean, like, if it was like his George Galloway, Tina Turner, and someone else, you like what's Michael McIntyre. Michael yeah. McIntyre. Get Michael McIntyre doing it. I would have liked that actually. But yeah, you needed. I think it. it I don't know. It felt like it fit really well. And now it's like, you need to have built the show around the... Th- it just feels like not enough thought's gone into it. And considering it's like the BBC's biggest earner after or possibly even before the fucking uh, TV tax, whatever the fuck that's called, then, you know, it felt like they should have actually thought it through a little more. I really, really can't wait until, you know, five episodes down the line when the ratings are just fucking awful. Yeah. Oh, Chris um, Evans won't be giving up. He'll just be tweeting, Top Gear's still a massive hit. We were able to fill at least two-thirds of the studio. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> My mum says I'm still good at it. Fact. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm having a meltdown. <laughs> Billy Piper promised me she was going to watch it on iPlayer later. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. Uh. <laughs> wow. Jesus. I will say I liked the fact that they got the Scottish bloke from Gladiators to start oh, yeah. the third bit of the race. That was good. That I was, liked the fact he was there. That was nice and if had a they cannon. tied that in in any way possible. But he was just there and the only way it was introduced was with a single line before it and then it happened. If the cars were about to do some sort of run in sort of a robot original Robot Wars series trying to go through like some gates and some traps and silly things that would have been fucking incredible but the fact he was just there mr john anderson no well it was because it was it was because it was old-fashioned british stuff because in the in the second bit there was like the mayor and the town crier and the third bit there was john anderson and the cannons the whole point was the running joke of joey doesn't understand what's happening because he's the american one yeah, but Which it, I thought it kind felt of like worked that, is, a that bit. has got so much but that joke had so much potential I mean, because then you've got stuff like drag race with drag queens and they're going, are you attempting to be controversial? Oh, bless your heart. It's like when like your mum tries to swear and she goes, oh, bugger. And you're like, what the, what the cunt flap was that? I mean, you've tried. Well done. But, you know, try and, you know. Yeah, there was there was the fake sanitised controversy. Like they made, a, <laughs> they made an offhand remark about Scottish people. Yeah. And Matt said something about your mother's G-string. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was very, very sanitised. To try and get viewers back by the end of this, it's just going to be Chris Evans going really fast in a car down the M1 with his like middle fingers out both windows, just shouting racial slurs at the top of his voice. Uh, uh, that would be that. He, he, I would watch yeah. it. Driving he, he, the wrong way up the M1. No, if he, I die, I'm putting it on BBC Two anyway. And he and he gets the bloke from the Indian restaurant back and punches him in the face. Like, oh, you like me now? <laughs> Runs them over. Can a ton of downfall survive this? Ah. <laughs> Bring out the great. catering. I'll punch every one of them. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's a wrestling thing. <laughs> <laughs> we have to explain this to John. <laughs> I'm going to suplex. Like, I'm going to suplex your thing? undertaker. Oh, God. That is actually a really painful painful wrestling reference because you don't know 
how those two things are entwined and for an undertaker oh. fan okay like the, myself, the suplex is a thing you do and the undertaker is a noun that's a that's a person you do it yeah, to yeah but the yeah. undertaker's 21 year uh streak was beaten by a wrestler called brock lesnar who's famous for his suplexes i'm literally wearing his shirt that says he did like 50 right billion now. suplexes it was so basically accidentally yeah. i've made a perfect wrestling you've made a reference. perfect wrestling reference oh the problem yeah. with wrestling is there's so much of it yeah. Uh, that you can just make any reference and it'll be accurate. And yeah. his name is Brock Lesnar. <sighs> do, 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 do. The episode uh, 127 of the most recent series of Raw, Brock Lesnar came out dressed as John Cena. I made that one up. Again, I've just done it again. <laughs> I have I'm, magic wrestling I'm, I'm powers. I made that one up, John, to make you feel better. Damn it. Yeah. Although, oh. although uh, Dana Brooke did come out dressed as Ric Flair, so it's not that far off. <laughs> I mean, I guess... Anyway, <laughs> that the I'm never going to give you up guy. Hey, let's talk gaming news. So, Super Hot VR, a game where time only moves where you do, is oh. only coming to the Oculus Rift, a headset that means you can't move. Because money? Because money, okay. by the sound okay. of it. Because money, now, okay. I saw some interesting Reddit comments from the devs in the Reddit thread about this. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you know, they said, oh, you know, giving it to Oculus, blah, 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 blah. And they said, no, 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 it's, um, well, it's, we can't develop for both at once. It's very expensive. And, uh... You know, we're, we're just focusing on Oculus for the time being. and But the, the post specifically says Oculus are helping, are working with them to make it, yeah. which implies they the, are. See, that's the thing, right? Oculus, making a game exclusive for the Oculus Rift is dumb because the Oculus Rift does literally nothing different to the Vive. The Vive just has more shit. But Oculus is owned by Facebook, so they're buying lots of exclusives and lots of exclusive games and things. So, like, if a game is exclusive to Vive and it uses the room scale stuff, then that's the reason it's exclusive to Vive, because you physically can't play that Hardware game limitation, on yeah. the Rift. Whereas, I mean, the Rift only comes with the fucking Xbox One controller, and I play, I played exactly zero Rift games in my free time with the uh, any kind of controller. So it's, it's, it's just like, I mean, because like the Rift, you could walk around you, you can't walk around your room, but the Vive, you can. And this is a game where if I you mean, no. imagine that. Like a game where you, if you move no, your hand you, and then you, detects your hands moving, then time's going to speed up. So you have to you, stand stock still and just slowly no, no, lean okay. back the dodge. No, like, with the Rift, you can yeah. walk around your room. But it's it's like, I think with the uh, minimum for the Vive is like one one 1.5 by 2. And I think the max for the Oculus is like, I think 1.5 by like 1. Yeah, it's the t- it's basically a little square. It's a, it's a standing the area. They haven't it's even got the controllers area. yet. No. And it, it bothers me a lot because the there's an open. I mean, first of all, super hot in Unity. Yeah. Um, which is actually quite easy to add. I mean, at least basic VR support. I mean, actually, just, just putting the camera. Just going to point something out. Somebody who has uh, been experimenting with uh, Unity and VR, Steam have actually got for free the dev tools for adding Vive support open to VR, your games. Yeah. They are completely open. Open VR. And That's nice. No, actually, I mean, it's thing... actually proper official Steam stuff in there now. And you see, I understand, obviously. The actual, I mean, it's not just as simple as sticking the camera and you have to change the mechanics and change the animations to work yeah. with, with, you know, VR. And that's the development point. It's not as simple as, as a lot of people have read it saying, oh, you just stick the camera in. It's, no. But, I mean, you can make it for Vive and still have it work on the Oculus. It's probably not, if you make it for the Vive, it's not much extra work to make it work for the Oculus as well. There's no point in making it exclusive to one closed platform because it's the problem is it's just gonna i really oculus are pissing me off because they're just doing this exclusive shit and i think i remember i saw an interview with um palmer lucky mm-hmm. um from a couple of years ago when talking about the oculus and it was like oh no controllers are a bad event controllers playing playing games on on in vr with a controller is terrible it's shit and we're not gonna do it and <laughs> 
It's a lot of going back. Yeah, but that's because of... Facebook bought them out, and Facebook are money whores. I just, I really, I complained about this the other week, but I, I, I just lost all my respect for Oculus. I lost all my interest for it, really. Because I was going to pick up both. I was going to get an Oculus Sapphire because it is a nicer screen. It's a nicer yeah. screen, but... Everybody who's every single reviewer I've said has gone. The Oculus is a better device. It's comfier. The screen is nicer. And when I put it down to put on the Vive, I kind of feel a little bit guilty, but because the Vive is the one that I will be playing with, because that's got the room style stuff, which is interesting. It's fun, and that's yeah. the point of VR. It's meant to be fun. It's not. I don't know. I've played some VR games that are clearly not fun, and they're just they're designed to completely piss me off. Clearly, I but, actually I there mean... is now a video coming later next week. I think actually. Which is uh, the first VR game I didn't like. There's a lot of them now. You're getting a lot of cheap VR games. You know what? I nope. generally, I think all of them do something like the, like even something like Space Pirate Training, which is literally just a shooter, mm. basically just ducks appear and you shoot at the damn things. But even that is so much fun. Whereas the game that I don't like is actually one of the ones that comes free with Vive, and is a lot of people say it's really good, and then they're going, "This is awful. Why do people like this?" Is it? That that I mean that's very obvious what that game is, is now. It? Is well, it yeah, because there's three games that come with the vibe, and you've already played two of them. Is it though? Yeah. You actually get a few more games with the vibe than you think. Did you know if you pull out the little circles that attach the uh, straps on the side of the vibe, if you pull them out and then twist them, you can actually make the vibe uh, go forward and backwards. What? This, you know, there's the, on the the vibe. It's got like sort of the straps connecting to these those slightly lightly lighter grey circles. Yeah. You can actually, if you pull those out slightly, they'll pop like a, a watch, like an old analog watch where you pull it out to twist it. And if you twist them, you can actually uh, change the focus point in front of your face of the of the vibe. Yeah. Move the screens further away and close your face. Is it Contraption Maker? It is fantastic contraption. I hate that game so much. I think it's awful. Well, of course, that, I mean, that's what it was going to be. Cause yeah, it's, I, know. Only three... I know. I know. I like and dislike that game a lot. I don't like that game even slightly. No, because I think I think it's very clever uh, UI. Because I mean, it's, I think it's. Oh really my god! Way to I do... rip the fucking UI to shreds constantly like. through the whole thing. Like it's no, like you I... want to access the menu, put on the magic helmet. I'm like, I have a menu button. You're not doing anything with here. No, but this is the thing though. Like it's a very interesting way to do UI in in VR without like pulling you out of it. Oh by my god! No, it's so bad because it's so like you put the helmet on. But because you put the helmet on, you're no longer standing in the middle of the room because I always leave my helmet in the corner of the room. And then because my hands are ah. there, I've immediately fucked two tables up and I've got to flip things back. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh my yeah. God, this is pain. So I have to try and remember to put it in one specific corner. It's yeah, like, that game annoying. pisses me off because the most important mechanic in the game isn't taught to you. Because what places can you actually, what pieces can you put down in that game? Uh, you can put down the two rods, the wheels, the, uh, there's a pin that to pop things uh -huh. and... I there's one other thing I can't remember. There's two other things. Two other things. Yeah. I can't remember. There's the ball in front of the cat, like around its neck. Oh, I didn't know. Oh yeah, the black hole thing, yeah. Not the black hole thing. There's a ball in front of the cat. It's around its neck, there is a ball. I don't know what it does. It just makes like a line and when you throw it it bounces. I don't know what that does. You can attach it to your things, but I don't know what that does. But the thing underneath the cat, which I did not find till further on in the game, makes connections rigid. And so oh. much of that game is so fucking easy once you've done that. As soon as you know that you can make your connect... Because before connections are floppy, you're like, oh my god, I have to support this in like 50,000 different ways. As soon yeah. as you realise you can just go, oh, I literally oh. can put a stick out, but put this goop on it, everything's fine. Also, it makes the wheels go slow, so you can have much more control over things. 
and it's never I... talked to you this there. It's literally you have to get the cat thing because this big, huge, fucking great cat that's floating around that's taking up half your fucking world that like has all the bits on it, and you have to flip it upside down, look at its ass, and then pull its ass out. Oh, okay, I've got to be honest here, right? When I played it, I only played it for a bit, and it was in my old place and another space to actually play it properly because I, I, I didn't have enough for room scale so i basically just had put like drew it over my desk so yeah. no, i couldn't i kept hitting things so it was just enough <laughs> for me to have a little play around it so but all that amused me in that game is i loved just just stroking the cat uh-huh I, I just 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 stroking its little chin and it purring wow that's all i really it was a cat stroking simulator yeah i mean john doesn't really care because he's got a cat the filthy quack virtual cat. reality uh-huh <laughs> thanks john. john are you going to buy a vive yet for fuck's sake they're very expensive the, they're also amazing. They're also amazing. I have also played a game that I absolutely love, which is uh, Final Approach. Oh, that's the uh, kind of a uh, flight controller one, isn't it's it? It's exactly flight controller, but it is so good. It's, it's it's one of those games where you're like, this looks stupid, and then you're playing it for like 10 hours straight. You're like, I can't feel my eyes anymore. Have, have you seen... Because I downloaded loads. I went through all the VR games. Pool VR! The Pool Dream Nation, whatever the fuck that game is, VR came out literally as we started this podcast. Right. What, what game? The Pool Nation VR, whatever the fuck it's called. Ooh. Ooh. I, um, so, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. No, another thing, though. There's, there's a game uh, called Disney like VR. That it's just made by Disney. Awful. Is it? I haven't tried it. I oh my god, it's like a whole bunch of 3D videos where if you tilt your head, it just rotates the thing. So it's really oh. quite bad. Oh. John, by VR. You know, John, if you're, if you're concerned by, like, you know, being able to make videos out of it, the Nerdcube VR videos are some of the most successful in uh, yeah, recent years. Yeah, people seem to dig it. I'm, I'm, I've, actually, a lot of people have come in just for the VR stuff. Yeah, John, is, buy a VR headset. Which is we can good. all play fucking. We but can all play Hobbit together. It's because I do VR better than everybody else because I don't have 16 fucking cameras around the side of the screen going, look at all the silliness I'm doing. I keep people immersed in it because I'm immersed in it. Why the fuck yeah. would you have a body cam on VR which sells on immersion? No, I get put up. I've seen some people play VR so with a camera. Yeah. And they don't. They have room scale, but they purposely don't walk around because they want to keep themselves the on the shop. camera. So they just teleport around and it's. What? Stop that. No. Stop it. Every time I see a thumbnail and someone's making an overly wacky face for a game that I know has no wackiness contained within, I end up going and doing something else. Mm. I, I'm like, I'm going to do some YouTube! Oh, oh, look at that guy screaming while wearing his Oculus oh, Rift headset while watching the Star Wars things, which are basically just 3D videos. You know what? I'm going to go and do a screenplay right now. The problem is I watch these things and I kind of try and keep up on everything. And every time, it just, I think, it just, uh, <laughs> every time. It could be worse. It could be the main Machinima channel. Ah, uh, that, that thing. A lot of my videos still exist on that channel. Ooh. I, I was with Machinima back when they, you could actually get some fucking views on your stuff. Uh, poor, poor MC. Go, go and watch the main, the main Machinima channel and just check out the videos. If, if they get more than like 50% likes to dislike ratio, it's a good day for them. It's a good day for <laughs> That's a good day for a Machinima main channel video these days. If they can get more than half of the, uh, oh, the likes to dislike so to be likes. Yeah. That's so sad. I like Machinima though, because they, uh, don't they bother don't, you. They don't bother me. This is why most people are like, How are you, why are you still Machinima? Because they just stay the fuck away they do their job silently in the background they're my roadie that's all i need i don't need these sponsorship deals and stuff because that sounds like horribleness yeah hello hello sorry i'm talking to people i have other <laughs> friends matt oh it's a dog 
<laughs> it's stuck. It's stuck. I, I did hear like a little bell before, which I assume was either no, Reagan that was me just or for Tabby. The Tabby doesn't have a bell. Claire's very anti-bells. <laughs> she's anti-bells. <laughs> well, she, she's, she's anti-collars on cats in general, because apparently like cats shouldn't really have collars, because if they do, they occasionally get them like stuck in things, and they can actually end up throttling themselves. Yeah, but, like, but that's, actually got, that's actually got good points, because then you've got a dead cat, and I hate cats. Oh, fuck you. Cats are great. There's a bit in the American office where Dwight kills a cat, and it made me really root for Dwight. I'm just, I'm really recently watching, like, this is, this is a thing that I'm doing right now, is I'm actually watching through the American office for literally the first time, and I'm getting really good, so many internet references, and they're going, oh, Look, I, I know Isn't it really good, things. though? It's very, isn't it really good? It's very entertaining. It's, oh. I love it it's, so much. It, like, it's still really good, even when, like, Steve Carell goes off. Steve Carell still. goes off? Oh, you dick. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. Spoiled spoil, se- spoil the office the, the, last, the last two Matt, seasons, well it's someone else in charge. Next I think Will Ferrell takes over the last two seasons. fucking Tim and Pat or Matt and Dawn or whatever their fucking names are get together. What Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam. What was it? It was, it was Tim and Dawn in the... Euro I cried thing. at the episode they got married. I get married? Oh, you... And got engaged. Bastard. I know. I have just no... They're so... It's the problem... Right. The problem with American TV is that everything's going to be happy endings, so I have no, like, oh, they're going to get together, because they will... Like, there are some sad endings. What, Toby's, it's not all happy Toby's got like a sad constant. <laughs> Fucking love Toby. <laughs> I will talk about this more when I actually finish watching it because oh, you're I, genuinely going to put spoilers out. No, I can I make my favourite point about The Office though? Um, you know, every Office cast member, every main Office cast member is verified on Twitter except for the guy in who does HR. Can't remember his name. Toby. It's Toby. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's the only one not verified <laughs> purposely. <laughs> <laughs> all the others are verified except him. And I think they've just done it on purpose. That was another show that copied a, a existing thing. Sorry, back to the Top Gear thing. That copied the existing thing, but very quickly realised it didn't work. So by the end of the first series, it sort of becomes its own thing. And then by the second series, it's very much its own thing. Because mm. the British Top Gear is about how life never gets any better. No, we're not talking about Top, top Gear. Gear. Sorry, Office. Stop it. We're done. The, the, the British, British Top Gear is how our life never gets any better? <laughs> oh my God, it's I true. missed the it's subtext true. of this show. I thought it was just a silly motoring show. I love the. Lo- it's a love triangle between them. No, that's that's yeah. the point of the office. It's like life never gets any better. So that uh, because it's British, I, I always like, turn off when the credits come up. After the credits, does it just kind of cut to Jeremy and and Hamilton and May just kind of sitting there crying? <laughs> you think sobbing. his name is Hamilton? Hmm? Oh my god, <laughs> Hamilton! Yes, it's 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 Clarkson, Hamilton, and Masomer, and Matron, absolutely, <laughs> and Matron. <laughs> <laughs> John, why are you so shit at saying words today? Yeah. I'm very tired and I've been playing a lot of Hitman. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> oh my god. Right, should we get through some... From now on, it's all like Clarkson, Hamilton and Matron. It's, 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 it's just a boarding school drama. Oh. Or that's oh, them in an old pensions home when one of them's dead. They should replace them with Matron. Oh. Oh Jesus! God and Bennett. Right. Anyway, payday three was confirmed. Who gives a fuck about that? I, oh, hey, they, they, they've taken the microtransactions that. out of payday two. Yeah, because probably because everyone's bought them all. Yeah. Like that's. Yeah. I hate when people. Are like, oh, we've taken them out. How long have they been in there for? Well, about a year. Well, then no, it's that's at, done. No, right. It's at the apparently the guy who announced it on the video as well. It's the same guy who basically said in the Reddit comment, "Fuck it, it makes us money. We don't care." Yeah, he's nice. He's so nice. And, the, p- the problem with it is, like, Payday 2, I used to play a fair amount of it. 
like I, I kind of I kind of like my tacticy kind of firsty persony gamey games yep. with like a small crew. So that's why I'm playing River Six Siege now. Um, but uh, Payday Two, I used to play a fair amount, and then they just they just overcomplicated it. Yeah. Because originally it was like four five people you could choose. Now there's like twenty fucking people you can choose to play as, and a billion guns. There's like a fifty million maps, and oh, it's oh, we got car driving now. I don't care. Yeah. You know what? There's a certain point when it's like, no, you should have just put this in a new game. Like, a yeah, game of, I it, mean, I, the thing that I really want from Payday 3 is, could the AI actually pick fucking bags up, please? Oh. I mean, the AI shit, I mean, it is obviously clearly designed to be with multiplayer, but it, there's yeah. no point in having the AI if it doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's it really, really, really pisses me off that I can't play that game because I hate playing games with people. Oh. <laughs> I do. Like, you know, yeah. just random people and stuff. And th- Although, people, I am yeah, currently but... really debating if I want to get back to GTA Online or not. Because oh, the they've promised update, a the big new, new expansion. Mm. There is a big new expansion, but they've, they've basically gone, we're never making single-player stuff ever again. It's never happening. Have they? Well, yeah, it's sort of, they were, since there was been, there's been, they basically, I can't remember what happened, but they kind of went, we're not doing it. It's just not going to happen. Like, it might well, happen. They've, they've simultaneously like... stated that one day GTA Online is going to be phased out in favour of something else, presumably whatever the next GTA Online they want to run is. Yeah. And also they've said the next big thing they're doing is a big expansion for GTA Online. So you put those two things together, it feels like there's going to be a big expansion, some more little stuff, and then they'll phase it out for something new. I have the horrible feeling that the next GTA game will be called GTA Online 2 and won't even bother with the single player. Because they make so much fucking money with this thing. But I mean, it's it's fun. GTA, every time I play GTA Five, I'm like, this is really fun. I am having a good time, and well, this then is, this I just thing. get I just get bogged down in it and bored with it. I'm like, oh, it's killing my fun. And they introduce all this new stuff. They're like, you can have a yacht. How much you need for that? Oh, 64 real world pounds. Well, no, this this is the thing, right? With on the PC, I've had a lot more fun with online because I got like 50 million hacker money. So I only. Have Why don't ever given me any hacker money? I want hacker money. Want- because you're on PS4, like a fucking scrub. You should set um, up an in-game Patreon if you can. <laughs> oh, God, uh, no, legitimately. They should actually just be like a Matreon account that you can set up where your mates give you money, where if you help people in the overworld, they subscribe oh, no, to your Matreon no, 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 legitimately, and provide right, you with money. They rock the hate players giving other players money. Like They used to have mechanics for it where you could transfer, literally just give other people money or give share money from the last job. Or, you know, give yeah. them a car, you know, you can modify cars. They got rid of all of them, you can't do any of them. No. Yeah. There's no way, like, the only way to give people money is set a bounty on someone and then them kill. I think that's how I transferred a load of money to you once. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, but I have, like, I occasionally go into GM online, like, I, I did a test stream with it yesterday, and it's a game that I, I kind of, I, when I'm just messing around, I prefer to, I don't really play with mods, so I prefer to just go into solo online because I like playing as my character with my cars. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. but I enjoy playing it just. Because it's GEA and the mechanics are good enough that I can drive around aimlessly and still have fun because the driving mechanics are fun. But, no, I mean, there's nothing else to it really anymore to me. Well, they're adding, you can be this, the next update gets you be the CEO of your own organization. It sounds great, thing. but they're going to fuck it up, aren't they? Now? Oh, it's turning into EVE Online for some reason. Yeah, CEO I... and you can have warehouses and you can have cocaine and you can but be why? like a drug What's lord. the point? More money for the monies. Like, it sounds like it could be a good long-term like actual gameplay mechanic but they're just going to make it really horrible and grindy and it's probably not going to be very interesting yeah and instance and shit yeah you know what i found out you know what hackers can do in gta online pc now what literally everything because they are gods no they can legitimately just kick any player they want to 
Good. I haven't that session. Good. Yep. Remove all your weapons. Uh, destroy all your cars in your garage. Uh, kick you from the session. Nice. They can do anything, and Rockstar don't give a shit. They don't. They won't. Get, they won't stop them. Yeah, they only stop them if they, they hack money. If I remember right, the admins tried was... to, but you know the, the hackers just kicked them out of the session and blew up all <laughs> the cars, and it made the admins really sad because they had some really nice cars in their garage. Oh. They were just like, guys, don't go after this guy. He destroys your cars. Every Jeez. single uh, time, people were like, you should move on to PC for the online. I was like, going, nope. They're like, I'm gonna miss out. Brilliance, and I'm still on PS4 with my character. I'm still having a good time. Like, I think you should eventually a just... A good 30 frames might... per second I... time. Yeah. But I think at some point you should just transfer it to PC just anyway, well, just I, to have I, it on PC. Mod, my, my PC game is modded to shit. I know now. you do. I know, I know I you do Because I find mods but... more fun than other people. Well, no, that, that's it. But, I mean, if you were playing it properly, it'd be probably just... Yeah. I mean, if you were playing it properly... Like, if we were playing it properly, it would be better to have it on PC. Yeah. Also, on I, I kind of want to get back into The Witcher so I can play Blood and the Thingy. I never played The mm. Witcher on PC. I always played it on just console. Well, that was because you, you played it when your PC was broken, didn't you? I did. Uh, I got finished mm. Dark Souls. I got to the point in Dark Souls where I just shit my pants every time. I, there's these things in the river. I'm not far into the game at all, really. I'm like 70 Too hours in, but not that far. They're like spiders, but they're worse. Oh. And they're horrible. Horrible things that live in the river, and they I can't get past them. I freak out too much. So I'm maybe not going to finish that. I'd love to finish Dark Souls 3. I'm doing so well. I mean, I'm massively overleveled to balls because I keep dying and going back and dying and going back and dying and leveling up and going back. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I've, I've finished Doom. I'm going to finish Doom. That's my next game to finish. finish Doom is a... not that long. Shit it's not that long. Have you finished Doom as well, John? I can say it's not that long. Like, I literally, like, these tiny, tiny little games. Like, I mean, Doom is like 13 hours. That's like several yeah, about weeks 13 of playing hours. That's for about me. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I mean, did you see that in the in their soundtrack they have like the uh, Satan symbols and six 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 and stuff in the uh, waveform? I so. heard about this. Yeah, fucking brilliant. It's quite fun. So much love. You can tell it's a game that's loved and cared for and just Doom. I mean, Bethesda have been doing some I think good stuff recently. Dooming something. I'm looking forward to Dishonored too. Dishonored two. I'm really yeah. hoping they nail. Do, do they did, oh, yeah. did really well with Doom? They did really well with the Fallout Four DLC. It feels like they're understanding what their audiences want. Really good. They figure out what a game's supposed to be and they tailor it for exactly that. Yeah. Far Harbor is laser pinpointed on appealing to the the hardcore Fallout fan base. And Doom is hardcore focused on appealing to the exact game you want out of a Doom game. It is a a Doom game perfectly. And that makes me really excited for the fact they're going to... Dishonored, which was maybe a little bit too for me all over the place. I feel like they're going to really laser in on what makes Dishonored Dishonored isn't Bethesda. Someone make the point out. They just publish it. Oh, does that mean it doesn't count? I don't know, actually. I'm going to check. You can definitely tell that uh, they didn't make it because the engine's competent. That's how you can tell. Hey, Fallout 4 is really stable. How many, is, crashes still... have, how many crashes have you had in Fallout 4? Shit ton. Three in 200 hours. A lot. I, I've had three in 300 hours. I've had a lot. But then again, really? what do? Well, I was playing the when I was playing the review copy to start with. That was awful. Well, yeah, but yeah, that's well, what I spent well, most was... of my time playing that game. But since it was patched, well, I didn't crash on the PS4 once. Mine died on the PC a lot. You're just unlucky. I remember Tom, sending you pictures like when I was playing the press version, like Matt, oh. what's this? <laughs> yeah, I'm outside I... the house at the start, Matt. I should be here. It's all gone right, Matt. I just think you remember you being like, I can't change the field of view. No, it wasn't I could change the field of view. It's I couldn't change out of like third person. I was like, not out into third oh, I person. I remember that as well. I got but then you complained that you couldn't. Well, then you complained that you couldn't change the field of view. Yeah. And then I told you, just modify the fucking file. You went there, it's not in here. And there was, you just hadn't bothered like looking for it. <laughs> that sounds like effort. Yeah. <laughs> also, no, um, Doom was made by 
id software fallout 4 was bethesda game studios and dishonored 2 is arcane studios so they are completely different actual developers Stop crushing my dreams. Dishonored 2 is going to be great. Speaking of crushing dreams, the Warcraft oh. movies apparently really, really, really shit. Oh, it gets worse, though. Um, they've confirmed that if it does well at cinemas, they're going to release a 40-minute longer extended cut when it comes to the DVD, which, given the review, sounds more like a threat than a <laughs> promise. It currently has a cause... score of 24 out of 100 on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. See, the thing is, you know, with Batman v Superman, I think Batman v Superman would you know, benefit from extra 40 minutes, possibly, because they actually might not have everything yeah. and feel completely fucking rushed. But walk, I, I, I 36 on a Metacritic there. I think, I think uh, from people I've spoken to, they said the first half's like a lot of pandering to Warcraft fans. Mm-hmm. Lots of lore, I've heard there's uh, yeah, a lot of that stuff going on. Yeah, it's, it's heavily, heavily pandering. It's far too long and boring and... And it's it's weird because for like a whole hour of the film, a dude just goes into a field and kills giant rats, and then goes back and sells the stuff that he got. It's weird. It's a, it's a weird. That may not happen, but it might. Fuck it. We'll see. The, uh... That would actually be amazing if, like, just for the main final battle, they say, "Okay, we need to get ready." They go into a training montage. The training montage is just them going into a forest and killing warthogs okay. for two hours. <laughs> the Yogs did a brand deal with Warcraft. Oh, of course they did. Yeah. Um, they actually did a good sketch. I got other joke. You did one of the joke because it was they were sort of with the director and they were to pretend to act in it. And he goes, "Oh, has anyone got a, an, an orc alt?" And he goes out and he goes, "I'm just gonna log it. Hang on." He sits down and he waits a second. He sort of stands up and he's logged back in. There's this little alt and sort of this <laughs> joke and that, that was funny. I, I thought, but, but uh, I imagine that entire fucking sketch was just incredibly much better than the actual movie, which is sad. Yeah, I kind of see. It's it's um. It's directed by Duncan Jones, who has made two amazing films, stunning films. He is, isn't he? He's David Bowie's son, isn't he? I've... Name the films: Moon yeah. and Source Code. Okay. Oh, Moon. Yes, yeah. Source Code. I felt was a bit messy. It, I think it was a bit messy, but they're very. What I'm saying is, he he's very good at making very small, interesting, small-scale sci-fi. That's his thing. Yeah. Is he is small scale sci fi. Moon was one guy on a moon base. Haven't seen Moon. Oh my I've god, see Moon. Go good. see Moon. It's so good. Moon is very good. It's moon so stunning. Uh, and Source Code is kind of like it's kind of steps up a oh, little bit, but it's it's still basically set on a train. It's like just Source set was good. on a train. So he's, he's made those two films, and then he's challenged with Warcraft, like the biggest CGI film of all time ever. No, it's it's kind of the way that like um was it Jonathan Wu who did Fast and Furious just took over Star Trek, which it's, it's just this weird. I'm not even thinking about fucking Star Trek. Well, it's just this know. weird like they they assign this like director who's good at a certain genre. I watched an episode of uh, Deep, uh not Lisa Snyder, of Next Generation the other day, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was um, it's basically Die Hard. It's Die Hard on the Enterprise. Kirk, I got Kirk. Uh, Picard is the only one left on the Enterprise. Some baddies are taking over, and there's a laser beam death field slowly tracking across the Enterprise. Oh, and he's trying great. to he's trying to stop the field, stop see, these terrorists see. from taking a thing for Enterprise and move on. And it's so good. It's so it's slow and <laughs> combat is a little shitty, but it's so much better than anything Star Trek has been for years. And they're going, why isn't it more like this? Star Trek is good in the same way. Um, Marvel Phase One was good, yeah. In that they were able to do basically loads of different genres in the same world, yeah. 
and get different directors and get different things. Is this the section that we always have in the podcast where we talk about how we're not really enjoying Marvel films anymore? No, we're not talking about that. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm still really enjoying Marvel films. Shut up! up. (laughs) 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 When did he become the Hammond of this group? I'm going to swore he was the May. You mean Uh, the Hamilton? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Matron, darling. Captain Hamilton. Oh, Matron. (laughs) <laughs> no, but like it, it makes it really good having all these di- like some of these shows like this. Just it's nice having seeing things in different lights because in, in the next generation you had romance episodes and you had comedy episodes and you have these silly, not terribly good episodes, but you know you see it's like the way Batman. is one of the reasons I love Batman is because you get to see so many different ways Batman can be done. Yep, Tim Burton you know, you is get, I mean, a fucking million worlds away from Christopher Nolan's Batman. Yeah, and then you get the Joel Schumacher stuff, which yeah, I mean, it was shit, but it was nice seeing. It was not tape. shit. It was hilarious. Fucking fuck off, Clooney lover. Um, uh, it's not. No, it's not Clooney. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, and no one will ever be a better Mr. Freeze than Arnold Schwarzenegger. There was a better. There's a better Mr. Freeze in the Arkham Knight game. But this is the thing. You, no, you there's had... not, because he doesn't like. Literally every line of dialogue is just a cold or ice pun. That's, That's... it. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is clearly having the whale of a time <laughs> in this utterly shit film. He's clearly loving it. Well, no, I I, I kind of like. I mean, because when I watch it, I always laugh at the um. It's it's terrible for the character, you know, the bit where um. Barbara Gordon, Barbara Gordon turns up. Is it Barbara Gordon? No, it's not Barbara no, Gordon. No, it's not Barbara it? Gordon. It's not Barbara. It, she is still Barbara, though, isn't she? She is still Barbara, Barbara, but it's an unrelated Barbara. It's an unrelated Barbara. So Barbara turns off wearing the uh, the suit that she just has because she broke into the back game. She turns off and he goes, ooh. And he goes, oh, she knows the secret identity. He goes, oh, we'll have to go. Oh, no, we'll it's because Alfred made it for her. I know. But God, the... you're, you're bastardizing the, the genius work of Batman and Robin here. Oh, my God. But the bit where it's like, oh, you know, oh, she knows the secret identity. Oh, we'll have to kill her. Oh, we'll kill her later. Let's go. And. The, that is terrible, tone-wise, for Batman, right? Awful. But I always laugh at that joke. And you know what? I'm fine with it because it's a different ta- take. You know, you, you get to see the fucking brilliantly silly fucking Adam West Batman. Mm-hmm. And, and how he and, has a Batman-themed credit card. Yeah, and then, but then, you have, then you've got the silly like Adam West Batman, the really comical kind of one. And then you have the, the Tim Burton really crazy sort of weird one. And you've got the Jadol Schumacher, very colourful and very camp. You got the fucking Dark Knight, the serious one, and then you've got the fucking um, Batman v Superman one, which is like the Dark Knight Returns, which is really gritty. And it, and then you've got the the, the games, which is this other like this more comic booky but dark, and it's great. And seeing all these different brutalities is one of the reasons you can like a character or a show so much. And that's what Star Trek did. Hmm. And uh, <laughs> the Batman's always had the problem that both Batman and Bruce Wayne are fundamentally pretty damn boring. Yeah. And it's pretty much always been carried by the villains. Oh yeah, Batman does that. It's one of the ones where the the, the character itself is dark. It's, Especially it's obs- Bruce Wayne. No one's ever found anything interesting for Bruce Wayne to do. Well, no, because Batman Wear is glasses. the opposite of everything. <laughs> that was pretty uh, interesting. Throw a fucking like what he puts. As I drove, happen to have enough money to fund Batman. No, he copies fucking Martin McFly in Back to the Future Three in the fucking um when in in fucking uh, the third one. The first Joel Schumacher one. I, I can't remember. I Whatever. Batman Forever. Yeah, Batman Forever. He puts the he puts the tin down his thing and does a Martin McFly, doesn't he? He put he he what? <laughs> he puts he, the tin down his thing and he, then he, he travels in time. What the hell are you talking about? No, is that no? That was not in the first Joel Schumacher one, was it? The joke? No, is the Joker? No, that's the Riddler and Two Face in the first Joel Schumacher oh, no. one. It's the one that the the Joker delivers Vicky Vale. Back. Vale, he's there. Vale, 
and that's the very first one. Yeah, the Joker shoots. The Joker shoots. Yeah, I got the Joker shoots him, and he's got the like pan dance thing. He does the Mark fly back to the future thing, and he's got the cartoon. And I love, I love Batman. Yeah, Batman, Batman of the Future or Batman Beyond, depending on what country you're in, is easily the best Batman thing ever, to my mind. Uh, wrong. You're wrong. You're actually factually inaccurate because the best Batman thing ever is the Lego Batman from the Lego movie. Lies, grumpy old, grumpy old Bruce no. Wayne and young enthusiastic Terry McGuinness. Nothing, nothing beats out first try. I'm, even oh, then, even then, that, that that was just Batman. Again, that does, that got around the we don't know what to do with Bruce Wayne problem by just completely erasing Bruce Wayne out of existence. See, that's what Batman you should do with the He did something good with Bruce Wayne by making him the grumpy mentor figure. I think erasing Bruce Wayne. I mean, we're going to get a lot of Bruce Wayne stuff with uh, the Batman movie, Lego Batman movie that's coming out. Oh, I forget. We've got fucking Gotham as well. I forget about Gotham. Gotham you know, is get... excellent. I love and... Gotham. But this is it. you get so many. Uh, I think Bruce Wayne is, is boring, but I, I, one of the, I he's, like be, he's been better in the second series. He is. In the I'm, first series, he literally just spent the entire series sitting in a library reading a book, thinking, "I hope I find something interesting about my father soon." Yeah, oh, I'll back to, something else. And, and and he's like, "Mr. Wayne, don't you want to go anywhere else?" He's like, no, no, we've only built this one set, Alfred. And then he goes back to reading his books. Yeah. Now and, in the second series, he actually does things, which is yeah. fine, which is much it's improvement. Now he used to not do things. Now he does things. Yeah, it's a but, real step up for the character. It's like, oh, we got another set made. We can go down to the basement now. <laughs> Where there's a broken computer that will be broken for 22 episodes straight. Uh, but, but like, uh, I think just... Uh, but, but, uh, see, all of the superheroes, and the reason I like Batman so much, all of the superheroes, they're always the big colourful ones, and the villains are always the dark ones. Mm. They always have the dark colour schemes. The, the, the heroes are always bright, and, you know, Spider-Man and Captain America, and they're always big, bright, colourful Batman's the dark one, and the villains are the colourful ones, and they're the ones. Spider-Man's got really colourful villains. Name a colourful. Shocker and Scorpion and Vulture and Doctor Octopus are all very colourful. They're not that colourful. They're kind of darker colours, like greens. The Scorpion is lime green. Greens, lime green. Electro, he's fucking yellow and blue. Look, excluding Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man, I don't. I read. A lot of people always bring up Spider-Man to me. You two especially. I don't like Spider-Man. Uh huh. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> Spider-Man has wrong. produced like the best superhero films, the best superhero uh, games. What, uh, I'm sorry. Hold, hang on. The best superhero films. I think Spider-Man One and Spider-Man Two hold up beautifully I today. I definitely you, agree. So, hang on. You think Spider-Man One and Two are better than the Dark Knight trilogy? Yes. Not only that, but, but I think oh. the Dark Knight trilogy is not even the best Batman film. You were objectively the best wrong. Batman film is Return of the Joker in the Batman Beyond Lego continuity, Batman. You're which right. is Lego amazing. Batman. Okay, first of all, you're both wrong. Fucking, the fucking the. Oh, you're have both you seen wrong. Return of the Joker? No. Uh, the flashback to the death of the Joker in Arkham is amazing. No, it is no, the best no. thing that has ever been in any no, Batman no, no. at this all. Is, no, this Full is the stop. No, 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 no. You, you could not say Spider-Man 1 and 2 are better than fucking The Dark Knight. Yes, I can. You know why I'm willing to say that? Because neither Spider-Man 1 nor Spider-Man 2 has an hour at the beginning where Spider-Man goes to Hong Kong to sort out financial chicanery <laughs> and get around or, an extradition or, treaty, or, which or, takes up the first fucking at, 45 or, minutes of The Dark Knight or, Rises. Or Batman, the 1989 uh, Tim Burton Batman with fucking um, Jack Nicholson as the Joker, which I think is... Also didn't have 45 minutes at the beginning of it working around extradition treaties. I'd, I'd go even further. I'd say that Spider-Man 2 is actually the best ever superhero film of all time. 
I'd probably agree with that. Yeah. Okay. I think okay, it, first nailed, of all, chat, it nailed. Chat. It nailed Spider-Man. Do not agree. It nailed. Okay, Hipster Jamie, film. you're wrong. Hipster Jamie's agreeing with you, and funny, he is objectively it was wrong. Dark. It had a bad Let's guy. Let's all sing the Nickelback song from Spider-Man One together. <laughs> you're both objectively wrong. <laughs> and they wrong. say that a hero, the hero can, can save us. I'm not, I'm not gonna, gonna stand here and wait. All together. Oh, I'll do the wings, the wings of a hero, <laughs> watching they all fly away, and they're watching us, watching us, they're watching us, watching us, and they all fly away. <laughs> you are both objectively wrong. It is a great song. Nickelback so and good. Terrible, but that is a great that is song. A good song. But seriously, Spider-Man 2 has the best villain in any film, any superhero film, because Dr. Otto Octavius has done so well, you yeah. emo- you just really care about him, and you I don't do, want yeah. him to be the villain, because they don't set him up as a proper villain. They, I mean, he's a proper oh, villain, but they set him up as like something you're like, oh my god, it's got Jeff from Community in it. What fucking else do you want from a superhero no, film? Right, no, I'm not saying it's a bad film. I think Spider-Man 2 is pretty good. I'm just saying, compared to the fucking 1989 Batman film and The Dark Knight, they don't fucking come I close. I think it's even better. I think it is. I think the Dark the Dark Knight trilogy now, you look at it now, there's a lot of fluff in there. There's some great moments, but uh, those films are full of some stuff that doesn't need to be there too. I, yeah, but they're still excellent. I, I mean, even, ignore, fine, even not the Dark Knight. 1989 Batman. No, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man uh, 2, Nicholson, I... Jack Nicholson, though. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson's a joke is the best thing. I don't give a shit. No, Mark, ha- Mark Hamill's Joker is the best thing. See, this is why everyone really hates Spider-Man yeah. 3, is because it was just He's not gone. as good that as That means we can do more karaoke. And they're watching us! <laughs> they're watching they're us! They're watching us! Watching! As they are fly, oh, fly away! away. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, Spider-Man 2 is amazing. I really want to watch Spider-Man 2. Yeah, it's a very now. good film. It's a very good I film. Think it's the first I, I think it's very tight as well. It's very well-focused. Yeah. And it's pretty much perfectly cast. Yeah. It's, oh my God, J. Jonah Jameson... Yeah, it's, they will never they will never do better than that. It it's doesn't matter. So good. I mean, you get like the scenes like Peter telling Aunt May that uh, Uncle Ben's death was his fault. Mm. Yeah, and then you just you just have those just one thing and Octavius like he's oh ah. Oh. And even even though I'm like you know not American and thus like the patriotism of it doesn't really work for me necessarily. Like even I think the train scene is good. Yes. Maybe a tiny bit overdone, but I think it still falls on the right what? side of hero moments. It does, and they get Octavius to get on top of that as well because he vanishes and you forget about him. They do that big train thing makes you forget about him, and then he mm. comes back in a beautiful uh, surprise moment. I, that film is incredible. Mm. There's no there's no fat on it. It's not a, a wasted film at all. Yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's very, very tight and well focused. It's a great film. Yeah, it's a little silly with the inhibitor chip, but well, we we will forgive that. I've mm. decided we will forgive that. Has Matt left forever? Oh well. I think Matt's just gone. Okay. You're both objectively wrong. Really? <laughs> Yay, Matt! Really, Matt? We'll do another. We'll do another sing song at the end. <laughs> do I have to sneak back? I in like that being karaoke in these things. We should just put more karaoke in that. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on, right? What are the Dark Knight films called? Uh, okay. Begins, ba- Rises, ba- no. and... Batman Begins, Dark Knight, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises. Sorry. Yes. You're wrong. Okay, so Batman Begins, 85 on Rotten Tomatoes. Great movie. Dark Knight, 94 on Rotten Tomatoes. Great movie. Uh, Dark Knight Rises, 87 on Rotten Tomatoes. And Batman, 99. That is generous for Spider-Man Rises. Spider-Man 2, 
96 on Rotten Tomatoes. So, uh... 1989, Batman. 1989, Batman. Oh, it's got 72. <laughs> so, Matt, you are... Objectively wrong. Fact. No, no, no. Okay, Hashtag no, fact. <laughs> Hashtag okay. fact. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, no. Heath Ledger got a fucking Oscar posthumously for his... Yeah, because he died! He would have gone if he survived. That is no, true. That is Come true. On. No. No, that is very true. The, the Oscars notoriously do not go Oscar. to superheroes. They, they never, never give Oscar. Oscars to superhero films. Yeah. Never going to happen. Basically, Spider-Man 2 is the pinnacle of perfect uh, hero film. Though I can understand why some people might prefer the very original Superman film. No. Yeah, I, oh, that's just, yeah, that has its, its so beautiful. I searched Spider-Man 2 and the first thing that came up was the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Anyway, it's got 53 and I sort of didn't read the title. And I went, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awful. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I don't 50, like the new guy. 53 is generous for Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. It wasn't very good. Okay. It was awful. So, um, the Dark Knight has 94 and Spider-Man 2 has 93, which means objectively Dark Knight is better. Mm. I'm happy for them to be more or less it, even hang on, on top those critic scores. Top critic scores, darling. Top critic scores. I don't objectively care about the plebs. Top and critics. The, the audience score for critics. Dark Knight's a lot better than the Spider-Man ones as well. 94% like they're over 81% of, of Spider-Man Okay, too. so what you're saying is it's better because regular people think it's better. No, also, critics, 1% higher than Spider-Man 2. You're wrong. Top critics? Objectively wrong. Top, top critics, Matt? You're objectively wrong, though. Because the top critics scores... But you're objectively wrong, though. But, 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 yeah, Matt, top critics, if Matt. If you check the top critics... But you're objectively wrong. Uh, well, if you check the top critics, you actually find but out... you're still objectively wrong, though. The top critics... We it's really need to take out everything but the top critics. Because you know what, top like... Is... If we took people who aren't top... You know what people who aren't top critics all thought was good and voted for? Still objectively wrong, Hitler. though, aren't you? Yeah. Are you defending Hitler, okay. Matt? I think Matt's defending top Hitler right now. Top critics. Think, top... What, what, what do you like about Hitler, Matt? What's your favourite Hitler policy that top makes you like critics, him so much? Top critics of, of fucking Dark Knight. A star, A minus... A minus, A star, A star, 5 out of 6, 9.5 out of 10, A, A star, 4 out of 4, 3.5 out of 4, A minus, A, A, 3 out of 4, 4 out of 5, 4.5 out of 5, 3, okay, Spider-Man 2. <clears throat> I, really I really wish that I threw them had gone A in a row, because then I could have made some sort of Liverpool Spina joke about you there. Spider-Man 2, B plus, 3 out of 4, A, 4 out of 4, A star, B, four, f 3 out of 4, A minus, B, 3 out of 4. Spider-Man 2 is objectively better. What does Robert What's-His-Face say? Who's that famous film critic? That's all you should decide it's on. Rob, Rob, uh, Robert, uh, Roger Ebert. Roger Ebert. Something like that. I can look up his That interview. is a person that exists. I just have to yes. reposition my mic. because I... he's, he's always known as the best film critic. I'm going to see what he says about these things. This is this is probably this is like probably the showdown now, but I think Spider-Man 2 is better. Is no, but you're still objectively. I mean, you can like it more. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> so, the first line of his review. Now, this is what a superhero movie should be. Yes. Yeah, of Spider-Man 2 before The Dark Knight came out. Yes, it is. He actually says it's the best film since the original Superman. Yeah, which, but still before The Dark Knight came out. Okay. Okay. You're wrong. You're wrong. Am I? You're wrong. Am I? You're wrong, though. Am I? Yeah, you're wrong, though. <gasps> In other Chad Kroger news, apparently he split up from Avril Lavigne. Oh. Wait, what did I miss? <laughs> hey, hey. I don't know your girlfriend. Fuck, that was an Avril Lavigne song. Okay, he well, gave that's, both. That's good. That means he I gave, might still be able to marry Avril Lavigne. He gave both it's four out of four. <laughs> it's back on. He gave both four out of four stars. Right. Yes. Who ranks out of four stars? Him. He apparently. does. Film people, I don't know. Films are like games, you just can't play them. 
So, yeah, he gave them both. So, basically, they're equal, apart from if you check the other top no. critics. It, he did say... It's, does he actually say that it's the best modern superhero film since Spider-Man 2? He said, this film redefine the possibilities of comic book movie. Oh, who gives you about comic movies? We're talking about superhero movies. The Dark Knight is this isn't a comic book anymore. The Dark Knight is a haunted film at least beyond its origins and it comes in a great characters become character. Hang on. He says it's not a comic. It's it's no longer a comic, but it's also a comic. He's getting confused. He's getting confused. This seems like a terrible review. I believe it's Spider Man <laughs> 2 one though. So basically, yeah. objectively, and uh, as per voted here, two out of three, uh, Spider Man 2 is the best film ever made. And because of the way democracy <laughs> works, Matt now also believes that. Yep. Yeah. Do you think Avril Lavigne listens sorry, to the podcast? No, is... Hi Avril, if, you, if you're watching, I really like that song you sang. Hang on, let me Call me. You. Call me. Avril Lavigne songs. I really like... Uh, Complicated, uh, oh, no, Skater uh, Boy. It, it was Girlfriend. That was from Burnout Paradise. Complicated was... Uh, yeah, that was way later. Weird, that was weird really Al, later on when she was kind of shit. Weird Al did such a better version of Complicated with Constipated. Yeah, it's mainly Skater Boy. Just It's mainly about Skater Boy. Yeah. I actually, I really, uh, Skater Boy was the one from uh, Elite Beat Agents, so uh, yeah, I have tapped along to your songs many a time. Mm. Avril, why are you Avril Lavigne. I mean, seriously, I know. What, now I know she's single, she's suddenly very interesting again. <laughs> John with a sexism. Oh, John, what about us? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, sorry, that came you know, out wrong. I think the best thing about Avril Lavigne is that uh, clearly her favourite superhero movie is Spider-Man 2, making it 3-4. Three to one, oh, sorry. Three out perfect. Of I'm glad she confirmed that in an interview you presumably just found. Yeah, I did found it here. It says Avril Lavigne says Spider Man 2 is the best film of all time ever. Well, that's and it. Matt is wrong. Really. Yeah. How, could you dis- how could you disagree with anyone who wrote Skater Boy? You can't. No, you can't. Physically impossible. Yeah, I said, see you later, boy. <laughs> he wasn't good enough for her. Yeah, do you know no. why? Because he preferred The Dark Knight as Spider Man 2. <laughs> oh, you are both I prefer Batman 1989 to fucking Spider Man She had a pretty too. face, but her head was up in space. She actually liked The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> okay, Dark Knight Rises, yes, fine. Okay, no, no, even fucking Bat- even Batman Begins, I think, is better than Spider Man 2. It's alright to be wrong, Matt. I mean, yeah, it's fine. Okay, according to the Twitter poll I'm running, The Dark Knight has 67% of votes of being better than Spider-Man 2. Yeah, but Matt, I've seen the people that actually want to follow you on Twitter, and that's not, that's not, that's not the sort of people we want to do. <laughs> 90% of them follow you also. I think what you should do is you should put, is murder wrong, yes, no, and then realise that from that perspective, you probably, you know, shouldn't listen to what they have to say. Plus, didn't they actually confirm last week that they thought Steve Rogers was a gay Nazi? Yes. You yes. made that poll. <laughs> no, I didn't. You made that poll. And you asked me to make the poll. And you asked what was better, not that they what they thought. Yeah, and you made the poll. John, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just following orders. It's not a valid defence here. Somebody the has Nuremberg a... trials proved this. Somebody has voted uh, a different film, uh, Spy Kids. Well, they uh, yeah. killed the mood. <laughs> Wait, no, is, Spy, is Spy Kids the one with La- Shark Boy and Lava Girl? No, that's, that's maybe the same director. Because that had that had the baby guy who would go on to be Jacob in Twilight as Shark Boy, uh, which yeah, always but... amuses me. You know, so, I yeah, found Do- out recently. Speaking Darkness of, we can actually jump off from here. Empire of the Sun, a film I absolutely love. Steven Spielberg, uh, Japanese World War Two uh, camp film. Not camp. It wasn't a Japanese World War II camp film. That's just like lots of Japanese people looking like John Barrowman. No, it was it was a film set of camp. It stars Christian Bale as a kid. He plays the lead that's role, nice. and I didn't realize this. And you look at him like, oh my god, that's clearly Christian Bale. 
There you go. There's a jumping off point. That was one of his earliest films. It's a great film. He recently came out on Blu-ray. I managed to find the thing. <sighs> hey, I got a bit of gaming news. If you want to change the topic to Matt being from Matt being wrong to something else. Did you know uh, Christian Bale and the Hugh and no, the Matt, Ledger are better news. actors Stop than it. fucking Tobey Maguire? Really? You're both wrong. Go on. Then why didn't they make a better film? Anyway, goodoldgames.com introduces Steam Library import feature. There, for like really small amounts of time, I think it's like five days or something, very specific games can be moved from your, not permanently moved, copied over from your Steam Library to your good old games account. So if you oh. happen to have these games, I think it's, what's the first ones? Braid, Saints Row 2, and The Witness. If you have them on Steam, you can somehow there's move them over. a few others as well. To your, yeah, there's a few others as well. But you Witcher can, as well. You can move those over to good old games and have them there. So good as old well. games are saying, you can get these games for free on our service if you already have them on Steam. I that's think that's nice. very interesting. Not as good old games very often does have for older games, they tend to be a little bit more stable. Of uh, in well, sometimes. Anyway. Oh, it's because they, they, what they do with their older games is they actually remake them sometimes from scratch, so they actually work on modern hardware. Hmm. There's actually is, there's is that true really for Saints Row Two. By any chance is Saints Row Two better on good old games? I probably not. <laughs> I was say, it has probably a, not. Saints Row Two has a few issues on Steam still. A few. It's unplayable. Some. I would say in various states. But yeah, it's it, this seems like a really interesting thing. Also, I've been talking to Good Old Games a little bit, and I'm going to try and make them uh, get heads, which is a game that I've desperately wanted to play. It's a very old You're game. You're going to give them heads. No, there's a game called Heads. H-E-D-Z. You're going to give them a head. You're going to give them a blowjob. No, they need to give me heads, darling. Keep up. Mm. There's a game, H-E-D-Z, oh. Heads Extreme Destruction Zone. It is one of the best 1990 3DFX shooters. Oh, sorry, early 2000s 3DFX shooters. It's stupid. It's one of my favourite ever games, and it's just unplayable on modern operating systems. If they get that on there, I will do a complete series on it immediately. It's you got to finish Sonic first. I'll finish Sonic. No, no, you can. F I think you said last week that you couldn't bear to finish Sonic. I'll finish Sonic. I literally. I think you need to finish Sonic. Episode twenty-one to thirty-five, all recorded in one night. I think you need to go back and finish I it. I sat down and did 14 or 15 episodes in one go because I Don't finish it and run on my god. <laughs> Have you considered maybe going back and doing it on a harder difficulty on permadeath rules? There is literally harder difficulty DLC for that game. And Ooh, no, you should play YOLO that. One. It, can, YOLO it can go one. fuck itself forever because I'm oh. Literally, that like, oh god, the fucking stealth section in that game. The fucking stealth section in that game. There is a stealth section. With barrels that you can hide behind, but it doesn't He's matter. He's talking about the barrels again, Matt. You don't have to hide behind the barrels because the enemies can see through them and walk through them. Matt, Matt, he's talking about the barrels. Just fade down his he mic is. for a bit. Okay, just turn down his mic for a bit. Okay, the ones are the Witness, FTL, uh, Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing, uh, Galactus of Civilization Three, Trine, Saints Row Two, Shadow of the and the Witcher Enhanced Edition. Can I just point out for FTL though? I just you know, recommend FTL is an amazing game and you should buy it, but you can buy it directly from the devs and you should do because then they get all the monies. Good plan. You can buy it straight from their site and it's completely DRM free and you can have it on as many computers as you want and it's just better. You know what's annoying though? I, don't, I actually don't like DRM free games. Yeah. Why? I mean, you I, can I, just why? You, well, just, no, you can what? copy them to as many laptops or computers as you want. No fuss. Well, yeah, but I can. But like, I, I prefer to have something on Steam because then it syncs everything for me. Uh, good old game syncs, darling. If if you, if you use the good old uh, good old games Galaxy, their service, you can now get cloud oh, saves. They have cloud saves now. They have, oh, that's I believe good. it has cloud saves now. They've been changing it up quite a lot recently. Oh, good. That's what put me off originally. But like, but, I mean, yeah, Galaxy. But I I've been trying to use Galaxy. It's a bit annoying because uh, they have a feature that you know because I I was very willing mm -hmm. to uh, just put all my Steam games in Galaxy and just launch them through that instead. But the, the tool it has to do that doesn't work. 
So, and I'm not going to import my 1,000 games into God Galaxy manually. Um, and I, 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 Steam needs competition, and I hope it gets a bit better. So it actually is probably. Yeah, I'm, to I'm doing quite a lot of stuff with it just to give Steam that competition. Yeah, that's it. And it's nice to have both of them. But the, the thing to me, though, is it's, it's, a, just, it's another launcher. Yeah, but it's a better like, one because you can roll I, back your fucking games and you can set them know, to be specific I, versions. Yeah. So for modding, it is almost essential at this point. I know, but currently we have fucking Steam, Origin, you play the Rockstar launcher, the Bethesda launcher, and God Galaxy. What does the Bethesda launcher do? I've never had a Bethesda that's, launcher. That's and how, I play a lot of Bethesda games. No, it's a new thing. It's how you you would uh, mod a game on the PC using the the, the Bethesda modding soft tool. What? Can't, no, no, no. I can still just use, I know Nexus mods works. No, you can still do form. it through Nexus. I mean, if you want to do it through the Bethesda's own modding tool, you have to use their launcher. Why would I do that? They're mod. Well, one, their servers fall over constantly. Yep. And two, they're massively like cutting you know out and get, restricting though. the number of things. And no, why would I not choose Nexus mods, I, which is more reliable and has more stuff on it? I don't get why they're not doing what they did with Skyrim and just doing it through the Steam Workshop. I think it's because they want the. Because everyone hated when they put mods through the. Through uh, it's because well, this week Fallout 4 mods ended up on well, Xbox yeah, it's for One. Consoles. So they it's, can so it's do it all over consoles. one thing. But I hate it though, because I'd rather it be Steam Workshop because then it syncs across. Like, but it's nice that the console, the consoles do actually get some mods. Why? Because, you know, it's nice that consoles have more But if I wanted to watch stuff, I'd get a PC. Because some people can't afford PCs, Matt. But, Mr. But, 1%. <laughs> with, with your gigabit internet. No, and your Vive. And, and your, your Batman Vive, trilogy. And, and, your, and your builders building your building for yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> and your mispronunciation power. of a bisoft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bisoft. <laughs> no, but, like, legitimately, it's... It, uh, I forgot what I was saying. Never mind. Did you, Matt? Is there yeah, any more gaming news? Just Cause 3 has got a DLC coming out that I've played. It's actually care. much better than the first one, so that's good. Did I actually mention within the actual podcast that Total War Warhammer is the fastest uh, Total War game, game ever? Or was that before we began the that podcast? That was before we started recording. Really? Right, let's mention... So Total War Warhammer <laughs> has become the fastest selling Total War game ever. Good. Which is which is one deserved, but also probably just because they're bringing in a big new audience from the Warhammer community that probably didn't play it before. But it is deserved. It's it's the the combat is sublime, uh, albeit the empire management stuff could still do with a bit of tweaking. I've not it? played it. Me neither. <laughs> it's very very good. Nobody cares. Good. I had oh I've, I've I've just done that good good old game sync. It says it may take several days to sync accounts due to overwhelming demand. Yeah, I, I've been trying to do it since it came out, and it just hasn't worked. Uh, you know, else hasn't worked. Doing this fucking new thing that we were going to be fucking doing today. Yeah, I know, I know, Dan. You keep telling me you've been in, you've been enjoying looking at loading bars, haven't you? Oh recently, loading bars are fun. Like, Don't this even is going to go them. so well. They click the thing. No. Oh. Hey, uh, let's finish up. Yeah. This is supposed to only be two hours. We've gone slightly over. Yeah. yeah. Let's finish but up with a little bit of news that apparently happened a few hours ago. Uh, a a £10,000 Lego statue has been destroyed by a four-year-old child. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, 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 they built the uh, fox from Zootropolis and some like uh, convention some get, child just accidentally knocked it <laughs> It's Brilliant. literally behind ropes. Children are all cunts. That's the mm-hmm. moral of this story. I know. Yeah. yeah. Poor creators. The child did not As... intend to break it. Yes, it did, because they're children. There's actually no, been a lot of why, stories though. recently about children destroying art. No, 
legitimately though, if you do something that size in Lego, I don't advocate gluing Lego, but if you do something that size, fucking glue it. I don't care, glue it together. I prefer to <gasps> not. Haven't glue you it seen the Lego movie? Gluing Lego is evil. The craggle. If, if it's a full size sculpture, no, I don't care. Glue it. The craggle. You are literally the villain in the Lego movie. Okay, can I just point something out? Being Will, I'm, the Will villain Ferrell, in the fine. Lego movie. His basement is my dream, and I would shoot that uh, child in the face if they tried to touch it. I yeah, l- like no, literally. Yeah. I'm building that now. Like I've actually the town I've got is getting near finished. All eleven modulars being perfectly aligned. And, but yeah, yes. I've actually you are actually you are actually emperor business. Oh, I want to point out it's right, Lord I, I've business. Been, I've been Sorry. tasked with trying to get review uh, things of of Lego. <laughs> Right. This is my um, little da- project for Matt at the moment. No, right. He's been trying to get me to, to get review things at Lego, right? So today, Dan messaged me, go, hang on with the process. And I go, well, it's taking a little bit of time. Uh, could you be patient? And he goes, no, it's too late. I've bought all the things. What? I had 600 <laughs> pounds of Lego in yeah. my Lego store thing. And I was like, really? He was so impatient. Really? I'm even though he's already got, the next even 20 though, minutes. Even though he's got a fucking... He's got a fucking tower of unopened lego boxes already Literally a and he, he was too fucking impatient oh, to wait like a few days it's like because there's been no real lego i did actually a lego set did turn up today but that was because that was an old set that i got for cheap but oh, there's right, been no yeah. um like lego releases for a while because they're oh, waiting no, for the Dan, you sets. have no lego to and, build because i'm trying oh, to no. i want to get a second video going up like a second toys video a week and that's going to be like a lego focused series and you know. Oh, you haven't. No, I know you haven't. You've <laughs> clearly not got enough Lego to fill that series. <laughs> clearly. I don't spend money on anything else, right? I didn't take care of this is anything. True. Except for Daleks. Except for a Dalek. Like, yeah, but that was, that was all like, saved up for. And I had its own fucking bank yeah. account, that Dalek. That is true. So, yeah. I was. I, there's a dog licking my hand right now. Are you hungry? No, this, no, this is the thing, right? That a lot of people nice criticize you. We don't drink and we don't really go out. Yeah. Ever. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's me too, yeah. Just kind of sit around <laughs> and uh, do nothing. Like, board games are your thing, aren't they, John? I like board well, games. I've got, I've, no, I haven't spent like money on board games. Basically, we realised we have enough board games. Oh Maybe my at the God. point where I had to figure out how, when I had to insure them and then had to thus well, this is the thing, how much though. You've clearly got an inbuilt games. limit, that, which Dan doesn't have. Well, we I figured out I'd spent about £1,000 on board The board game collection was worth £1,000. I was like, okay, that's enough. I'd li- that's it. I'd like We've got point- enough board games. Okay, well, I've got like fucking individual nothing. Lego sets worth that at this point, so I'm like, <laughs> all right, fucking cool. nothing. It's like, I mean, today I got I got a used Lego set. I bought a used Lego set because it was, like, really cheap. And I was like, it's quite an old one, so it's quite expensive. And I, but I got it used, which really knocks the price down. I was like, great. And I expected a ton of bags. It was a boxed brand new version. It was like, oh, we got a new one. So we sent you that. I'm like, oh, why did you do this thing? It's, like, worth so much more. Legitimately, Dan, you should just resell that for loads of money. But and then just spend the all that money is, on buying. I've already opened it and started building it. All I want. Also, you I'm should give Reagan. You should give Reagan their dinner, you monster. No, no I can't give. We can. Reagan. I can hear the whimpering in the background. She's already had a fucking dinner today. She's whimpering because she wants little treats, and I know this because more dinner, she, more dinners. When she sits down, she puts her paw out because I when I, I give her a treat or something, I was like, give me a paw, you know, just do a thing. Like literally, she keeps just like putting her paw out because she's like, can we do this thing now? Can I get the food? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fuck's sake! Worst. Uh, she thing. killed a man the other day. That was fun. Oh yeah, the postman. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know she really doesn't like postmen. I've known she this for like a long time. She doesn't like anyone coming within anywhere near the house. That's the <laughs> point. <laughs> the point of the girl. I wonder if she'd think I was a chew toy. 
Uh, she thinks any human is a Chutoi because she's about 16 feet tall. Ooh, my hands are gross. Should we wrap up by maybe, Dan, you talking about what the schedule is going to be for things over the coming weeks? I can't fucking remember for what the schedule is going to be. For the live stuff, okay, right. Okay, uh, oh, you remember now. Yeah, I remember. Okay. Like, next week, there won't be anything, because I, uh, I... Originally, there was going to be another one of these, but I've literally got stuff to do. So uh, I'll be missing that. I have very important calls to be doing. Ooh, interesting. I've had very interesting calls recently. Ooh, interesting stuff happening. Um, Sex lines. So, what? Sex lines. Yes. Sex lines. Because um, <laughs> we're in the 90s. Yes. We're in the 90s. It's actually, I've run one of those things where you call it up and you can get cheats for video games. So, uh, uh, right, yeah. yeah. You won the Nintendo Help Hotline. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, I want to call up the Dark Souls Help Hotline. Hi, I'm stuck in this thing. <laughs> get good, you bastards. <laughs> no, you just, you, you, actually, you call the number, do, 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 and then you just go, hello, Samaritans. That's all you'd hear. It's just like, yeah. All right, fine. It's going to redirect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's some things happening at that point. Uh, the week after that is E3, so the streams will be around E3 time. I'm most yeah, likely gonna be there. I yeah, the may e miss the last ones. We're not doing anything for Nintendo because they can go fuck themselves. The E3 streams, uh, one will be on. Uh, they start on Sunday night at nine uh, UK time. That'll be the and then the sort of throughout the night and day of the Monday, and then there's the Sony one on the Tuesday, like, at 2 a.m. Yeah, on the Tuesday. They're, so they're, they're, basically, they're basically all from 9 p.m. on Sunday for the next 24 hours, basically. Yeah. Um, and then and after then that, no, we'll get back to things. Uh, yeah, there's nothing There's nothing on the Wednesday that week, though, because no. I'm seeing NXT. Yeah. And the week after that, podcasts. Yeah, it comes Woo. back with a weekly Are you tell vengeance. Them what, what, what's happened? Are you don't tell them worry. What's I know, don't panic. I know the last time we said that, podcasts went away for two and a half years. <laughs> but this time, it's coming back in a few weeks. Yeah. Did, did, uh, are we going to tell them what happened? To, to, John, will you be joining us for our E3, Malakis? I will definitely be joining you for a few bits and pieces of it, if Good. you wish. Yeah. Yes. It'd be nice to have we, you. We have a stamp. With a nice <laughs> cup of tea and wearing a dressing gown. Uh, <laughs> All right, Hugh. Damn. Jesus. Yeah, it's done. Foster clock. Explain. It's not happening anymore. There we go. Pretty simple. Would you like to say why? Might as well say why. Because I, I, I don't think it's very good. No. That's <laughs> oh. pretty much the reason. I, mean, I, I don't want to cheer at this point because that feels really kind of mean to the poor series. I mean, series. this was supposed to be in the video, but the other thing that was being announced in the video isn't happening yet, so... Yeah, it's like that bit at the end of the that Sims. explains this and explains what's happening with the Toys Channel. <laughs> but right now... Basically, I'm experimenting with a new thing. You'll find out about it. But I didn't know things were yes. going to be a thing. And so things have been delayed by other people. Yes. I was but perfectly was... on time. You were. This feels like the end of that itching, scratching pooch episode. <laughs> where they have to bring a lawyer out on stage just to confirm that the Foster Clock is dead yep. and legally cannot return. <laughs> no, yeah, but uh, <laughs> all the Foster, children cheer. Well, no, the Foster Clock is—it's it, dead because it, I think it's—it's—it's it, it's just not watched very much, and not many well, people it's, it's seem to like it. It's watched quite a bit. It's just sort of—I just don't think it's very good. What I'll do is we will have it for it's special a bit messy. events. So if we're doing E3, we'll Foster Clock it. We'll have as many people in as we can get. Yeah. If it's you know we're coming up to Christmas, or if we're doing something in the summer or whatever, there's a big game release. Then we might end up doing bits for it here and there. Yeah, we will do. They won't, it just won't be every other week because we'll I just do, I just no. like talking about gaming news. They're quite tiring, I think, as well. They're, they're quite energetic yeah. and, and filmed. Watch, All yeah. this will be and explained films. in a video that I hope I can upload in the next few minutes. But I really fucking I'll, doubt it. I'll probably when we do first quarter future, I'll probably I'll probably try and edit them down into a highlights as well. Yeah, that might be a bit more interesting. Yes, because uh, the for example, I think the Minecraft one was the uh, nail thingy. <laughs> That may have, yeah, Matt, that was all on you. 
That wasn't my fault, in fairness. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It was all though, your was fault. It? A lot of things though, were your fault. I had a plan, but no. No. Wait, wait, no. why? No one, no one followed my... Listen to me. Why would they listen to me? <laughs> right, um, that's a wrap. Thank you for coming out, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye! Not next week. Fuck. No, Two we three won't. Weeks. No, we won't. That's the whole bloody... <laughs> oh, sorry. fucking Point, hell. yeah. I mean, we fucked up the start. Oh, you fucked up. Fuck yeah, what? Fucking Jesus. I'm still bleeding. <laughs> Go to the hospital. Okay. Nah, nah, nah.